All right, good evening, everybody, out there in radio internet land. Welcome to the preseason radio show live from Fatty's here in Islip Terrace, Long Island, New York. This is the Suffolk County Officials fun, Annual Fundraiser, second annual, anyway, third, second? Second. Second annual second. fundraiser yep. here at Fatty's. Sultana walking around trying to fill up a job with money. He's coming over here. We're not going to give him anything. Uh, I'd like to welcome in Mr. Scott Rice from the North Lenderhurst Pistonockers. Good evening, everybody. And Mr. Lenny Gombert of the St. James Wildcats. Good evening, race fans. So tonight, Scott, we had uh, big plans. We had a couple of guests on, and they couldn't make it. Then we had a, another couple of guests on, and they couldn't make it. So now we're uh, down to just still talking about what happened last year and a little preview of what's coming up this year. And we will still have some very special guests come on tonight. So stay Absolutely. tuned in there and follow us along all night. President Leggio and the sub-county officials are staring me down like he wants me to take my clothes off. It's not going to happen tonight. Look at all the officials walking in. Jocko, all dressed up for the occasion. The bar is packed here, I think, for the Ranger game yeah. also. This is, yeah, there's... there's the Ranger fans are outnumbering officials like 7-1 to one right now, so uh, hopefully we'll get some racing folk meandering in as the night goes on, but let's go Rangers if you want to get down to it. Oh, slow down, slow down. We're oh. on Long Island. Don't forget it. Yeah. Mm, the yeah. barn. Well, yeah, I guess is Brooklyn part of Long Island because that's where it's become. We're talking hey, this year, not next it year. Could have slow been, down. It could have been Kansas City, so Lean I guess back. Brooklyn's not that bad. All right, so... Let's get, let's, let's get this thing started with a little um, review about last year. Uh, we were all looking forward to 2015, but 2014 had a, a couple surprises. I mean, I think from the get-go, people thought Central Isop was the team to beat, and throughout the year, though they had a little little bit of up and down at one point, they they, they finished out strong. Definitely, as we'll talk about, strong in the last three. How do you beat them in the last three contests? Even going forward to this year, I mean, somebody's got to come up with something to be able to knock them off that perch in the last three. Because as East Islip can attest at the Riverhead drill, being up by 14 with three to go isn't safe. That's a heck of a strength to have, Paul, to be able to finish the drill. I mean, you always want to start the, the drill strong and continue uh, you know, scoring all day. But to know and have the confidence that they do in those last three races is such a plus for the CI Hobos. Yeah, and think about, think about, well, yeah, let's talk about that for a second, Len. They have so much confidence in those last three races when you're really not relying on the regular four or five guys that are going out there in the other five contests. Usually it's a repetitive amount of guys that are going out in those contests and when you get down to the last three, you're not just relying on them. Yep. They become, I'm not going to say role players per se, but the whole team is, in, or much more of the team is involved. And again, folks, we're talking about efficiency, motor pump, and the bucket. You have that many more people involved, and uh, it's not the, the four or five guys, including the driver in those motorized events, or even three guys in three-man ladders. So it's a, it's but, a, it becomes a total team tournament. But that leads us into what we've been talking about, trying to promote the sport and get things better and do everything. How many teams in 2014 had the allotment of guys to never mind win those last three contests, but compete in those last three contests, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's always been a, well, the last few years it's been a definite staple for the CI team. I mean, you have to go, you have to be up 
12, 13 points going into. Uh, I just said these cycles. You know, Guzzlers are up, what, 14 or 12? To, to or be with them at the end. Just, I know what you're just, saying, just to have a chance by the end. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's nice. It's nice uh, from a, a team's perspective that you you so strong in that in in, in the end and it's, but how, it's crazy. How great is it that they have enough people to rely on to be able to put together a group of guys that can go out there and run as well as they do in the last three? When I'm going to say I'm going to go with a percentage here, sixty percent of the teams are struggling to put together enough guys on a bucket team. And CI not only has those guys and those athletes, they have depth. They have guys waiting to step in in some of those races. It, it is ridiculous how many people that are. It just seems like they just they just keep coming up and they coming up and and speedy people, people with 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 speed and and agility. A, it's it's Scott. That's in all races. I mean, you know, we we've, we've joked for a lot of years, and it's really not a joke if you're competing against them. But we make it as a joke when you say, oh, what? Oh, well, they could put that other guy in third man. Or they could put the other guy in third man. Or they could put the other guy in third man. And you're like, well, they're still beating you or they're still competing with you. But my, my, I'm getting to the point here is saying they're able not only to be able to win those last three, but beyond compete competitively, 60% of the teams out there don't have enough members to even maybe run those three contests. And that's one of the things we overlooked earlier that we should be talking about. There's such a huge effort right now within the sport trying to generate people to come out and be part of this great sport that we love. Get teams back out racing. Get more people involved. And we'll talk about it later, all the efforts that have been put forward by all the areas trying to get people to come out here and race. And and some of it's coming to fruition. You see maybe a little inkling of people saying, hey, well, can I go back out? Can I do this? And hopefully we'll get to that point one day where you'll go down to the final three contests. And you're going to have maybe seven, eight, nine, ten teams that will have the amount of guys they have to go out there and compete. Well, it goes, you know, it, it goes along with the history of the teams. But there's other teams with a long history that haven't been able to, to continue it like CI has. And they right now are the quote-unquote model franchise if you will, where um, they keep competing at a high level and they have that constant flow of new people, young people. Yeah, the juniors program feeds it to a point, well, um, but they, they continue to find people. And, and I agree with you. I, I think the junior program definitely does it for them. But you got to remember, just, just a few years back, they struggled. wasn't that long ago. You, you, can't, you can't forget that, you know, when, when Chris Murphy, when, when that – when those Murphy boys came in, and when that CI started to make that transition, I forget what year it was, but they struggled. They struggled for, I bet you they struggled for six, seven I years, think it maybe went, more. I think the span was 93 to 2010, you know, between their state championships. Now, they were competitive at times in between there, of but course. if you're talking championships, and they, they showed 17 years there. They showed flashes in the pan. They showed, you know, they showed that they were going to be dangerous, but they couldn't put it together. They couldn't be what we all call in our sport consistency. And consistency is what wins tournaments, and that's what they are right now. And, and, you know, I'm bringing up the point that, hey, there are not even enough teams to that even to go to be in the contest, never mind compete with them. But then you can go the flip side, too. Even if there were enough teams to compete against them, I don't think you're beating them because they're pretty damn good at those last three contests. Uh, that's, you know, <laughs> the three of us have been around for a couple of decades Again, the, the, the team remind me the most of is the Patchogue uh, teams 
from the late 70s and through the 80s. Uh, just they have the talent. You have to hope that they have some problems during the day. How do they to, remind uh, you of Patro? I mean, uh, you can go all the way back to Patro, but I think you've got to make a little pit stop over there at West Sable. I think you're, 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 you're limiting the fact that West Sable, boy, they were pretty dominating for oh, they, they a did, pretty long time. For a really long time. If <laughs> no, you really no, think I understand. About it. I just, that, that's the comparison I make. Um, on everything? Overall time. Not on everything. <laughs> Typical Smithtown Brookhaven guy. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Here we go. It didn't take long for you to say. <laughs> we really raced good. <laughs> him, and, him and Matt Damaris sitting along the oh, fence with the balloon lollipop. and the lollipop. <laughs> you want to look at my lollipop? I'll hold your balloon. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, there's a whistle. That hurt. Game right. over. Next, Attention, please. Next Attention, topic. please. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, well, all right, we're gonna get we'll get into that a little bit more. So so let's do a little bit around the world. You know, we'll we'll start in in the racing world that we know. You got four areas. You got your western, your northern, your Nassau, your Suffolk. Not so much in that order, but uh, well, maybe it is in that order. Uh, from Blanton, I don't know. Um, so that's not me. I'm not whistling. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 start in the uh, <laughs> western area. And let's just do a little review of what happened last year in, in the Western area. And I know, Lenny, being part of St. James, you've always been very close to Henrietta. And, and even, I would say, you'll agree to this, knowing them as much as, as well as you have over the years. The last two or three years have been pretty much on point. And I don't, I, and I, maybe I say point on purpose, as we're going to get to. <laughs> but it's mm. been on point for the Henrietta Old Henrys as they have really come to the top. In the Western area, they've uh, they've they've definitely matured as a team. They've uh, taken things. I'm not going to say more seriously. Maybe more competitively is the right answer. Watching other teams, watching video, uh, progressing not just in one or two events, but in all of the events. You know, if you look through at the state drill, a lot of top ten finishes. Uh, you know, not necessarily in the points, but they're up there in a lot of these races, and um, you can see their hard work paying off. A lot of teams work hard, but we can really see the improvement there. And then, of course, you mentioned Point Pleasant from uh, from Western, and they're always knocking on the door as well, Paul. I, I, I mean, I think, you know, Point Pleasant's had, a, obviously, just like Henrietta Spence Ward, those teams up there in the in the Western area. Point Pleasant has been, uh, I mean, throughout the history, obviously an extremely good team, different championships as well as Spence Ward. To me right now, and I might be speaking out of turn right here, I think it's a Point Pleasant, Henrietta, you know, run-for-run type thing this year. I think Point Pleasant's got a lot of young guys. And if you look back at that state tournament last year, Point Pleasant's runs in contests one through eight, they ran as hard as anybody I've ever seen run in a state tournament. Now, where does that get you? I don't know. You know, sometimes you got to scale it back a little bit. But, boy, did they run hard. It seems like that's the trend going on up at uh, on the western end of New York there. You know, they're running hard, and uh, it shows. It shows that they're really, you know, starting to compete against each other and, and other teams, and it's great. But in the past, we've seen, at times in Western, one team may rise to the top, whether it be a Spencer Ford. I mean, Point may be the most consistent team to be, you know, competitive over the last 20, 30, 40 years. But now with Henrietta and Point, and they push each other, guys. You know that. Competition is the best thing for any sport, and especially ours. Yeah, well, Paul always said that. Paul always felt that, you know, uh, you run to what you uh, against. Well, you know, you're running against each other. That's what you bring. Um, Look, Lenny, you brought up the state tournament, Henrietta. Last year's state tournament, Henrietta, B-Ladder, they come in sixth. 
You go to Seelada, Henrietta comes in ninth. You go to Sea Hose, Henrietta comes in ninth. B.O.'s, not so good. You go to Officie, they're back in sixth again. Motor Pump, they're in tenth. You go to Buckets, and Henrietta is off the board, actually 18th. But I'm telling you, that is not so far out of the mix. They, they, they'll admit to you they didn't have their best day. But, boy, they ran hard. And I think the way Point Pleasant ran, and you know Point Pleasant, back at their barn or whatever you call it, has a little target with a, an old Henry picture in the middle well, of it. Well, it's been a couple of years. For it. A couple of years now that Henriette has won the Western Crown, and Point has a lot of pride, and we know that, and they're not going to take it laying down. They're not. And I got news for you. I'll bet Spencer Ford is, is doing their thing in Main Transit as well. Absolutely. They're ready. They're going for them. Absolutely. Don't forget. And, and, and when you're talking about other teams, Scott, what about Sheridan Park? Sheridan Park getting out to race. Yeah, that's what it seems like. That's what the, uh, that's what the room mill has, right, Paul, with the uh, new B-truck? Yep, Sheridan Park's going to go over and not just run old-fashioned, but they're going to move into the motorized action, and they, they, it's like they picked up the uh, old North Grease B truck. So they're going to be competing in the Lisa B and the running contest. And let's not forget about Seabreeze. Seabreeze the makes their way down here to the, to the island over the winter and picks up, I think, a pretty good acquisition in the Oyster Bay Rough Riders C truck. I right? think so. I as absolutely well as other think equipment. so. So yep. we'll keep our eyes out for the Indians this year. Looking to make some more noise in Western. So that's going to be an interesting area to keep our eyes on this Any year. Any other nice things you want to say about Seabreeze, Len? Yeah. Seabreeze Indians have uh, been around a long time and uh, give them a lot of respect. A lot of respect. Good. Okay. <laughs> so Northern. From there, we'll move over. <laughs> we'll move Was it me? We'll move over to Northern. Uh, so this is, and we have a little northern flavor in the house tonight. We'll get to that later. Yes, we do. But northern last year, once again, very competitive. Uh, Copenhagen, I think, out of the box, wins the first drill over there in northern. But at the end of the day, Copenhagen and Great Bend both win three drills last year in the northern area, with Great Bend winning the overall total points. So uh, what, what do you think going on this year? Now, there were some good times. You had some sixes and three men. But to me, the most impressive thing that came out of Northern last year was the great Ben Cobra's bucket runs. You're talking consistent 24 and under, a 22-8 they ran last year. That would have placed in every single drill in New York State last year with the exception of the state drill. And I think it was, what, six there? I and think it was, that was six. And, and I think they ran, a, I, don't, I don't know what they did in the state, but I, they ran a... But the 22-8 would have been six. It would have been six in the state, right, absolutely. Right. So, you know, kudos to the great Ben Cobras. You know, we've always said, I don't know how you guys operate over there in St. James, well, you don't operate anymore. Oh. But you guys, I know, Scott, when you were in Northland, he's still there in West Sable. When you're starting to put something together, you want to pick out a couple races, I would believe, that you think you're pretty good at. Let, let, let's really fine-tune the ones we're good at, and then we're going to mix in the other ones for a couple other points. And that's the way to build a team. And you see what great Ben Cobras are doing. They, they're, they're maximizing what they have in certain contests, and they're splashing in a couple others, and it's led to now the Northern Area Point Championship. Tell me that that's not how to do it, Scott. No, I think that's absolutely the way you do it. You, uh, you, you know, you touched on it pretty good. That's you build on what you know. You know, you you have your money, your money uh, contests, and then you build. You build from there, and hopefully you squeak out some points, and then you end up in the top five, and that's how you go with it. You know, Scott, I can uh, I can relate to that totally, um, and it goes back a little ways because because I go back a little ways. Uh-huh. New Hyde Park termites. Mm-hmm. Again, back in the seventies and eighties. 
they just started polishing the bucket contest. Then they worked on motor pump. And then the other races started coming to them where they became a perennial competitor in all these state drills. We know how many seconds they have and how many top fives they have. Hey, I'm talking reality, guys. I mean, it's a, it's a tribute to them and what they did. But they started with the bucket brigade. They realized they had something there, and they built off of that. And you're right. You find a, a contest or two that you can work on, and especially the finishing contest, and that, that, that makes you solid. How many times, going back to what I call the golden age of racing, how many times... You, when you were top five points, you, you're coming out of B-Hose, you didn't see Newhart Park on the scoreboard right there, but you then had to start calculating. Yep. They're at least going to get ten. They're going to get i got to get three if I'm going to come down the track. And they would end up top five Absolutely. out of those last three. And it was, a, it, was a, it was an every weekend occurrence. You had to go through. And if they scored earlier than that, you didn't yep. have to calculate it because you knew they were getting their ten. They were coming in front of you. Right. But at week in and week out, you had to calculate, even if they weren't on the board, New Hyde Park. So last year also in the state drill, West Carthage puts up a shot in the fish sea. They come in 12, actually, in a fish sea last year. So West Carthage, the Hornets, looking forward to hopefully to a good year this year. And, Scott, Carthage Nighthawks. B-Truck, right? Carthage going to be out with the B-Truck this year? Carthage is going to be out with the B-Truck. Hi. Uh-oh. Can you hear me? you got to turn it on there, Chris. How does this work? I don't know. You can't hear me, though, right? Sounds like it's working within the uh, house, Chris. I, can hear you I got an idea. Hang on a second. Wait, wait. Good thing I tested this so that when yeah. I, someone actually comes on later and I'm not here, there isn't panic. So I got to fix that. Hang on a second. Yes. yes. All right. So we are, we're, we're experiencing a little bit of difficulty. So Chris is just testing some microphones here for us. And, uh, so well. let's just get back to a little bit of Northern. Yeah. Uh, other things going on. You, you, were told, you heard about Lake Placid. Uh, Lake Placid, yes. It looks like they're back on the track for this year. Um, that's that's what the rumor mill has, and uh, maybe that's what we should make it now, a rumor mill uh, segment. Almost like our own hot stove league type yeah, of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, good to have the Panthers back, if yeah, that's a fact. I, I, hope it, I hope it is, and Chris Murphy's back on me? the air. Yeah. Hi, guys. Okay, just checking the, uh, the mic. It's way better. Yeah, it's, it's a little better. Can you hear us? Yes. Yeah, you guys are coming in crystal clear. And we've actually got some listeners online right now, which is pretty fun. So. Oh, we're glad people are checking in. People are pretty excited about the season up to this point, and I think we're seeing that in the numbers so far coming in online. Oh, good. So. good. Well, while, while Chris said that, I'll just let everybody know you can get in touch with me at, uh, on Twitter at SR870. And also, Lenny will be on the uh, will be handling the group me chat. Uh, Wait, from where the New does York the uh, 870 come from, uh, Scott, in your uh, your Twitter handle there? Well, it's always it's always been part of what I uh, well from my state record in our state record in uh, <laughs> my, 1995. Sorry, was I never that? used mine. Sounds like an individual attitude. Never used mine. He drove. If, 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 he dug. If Anthony wasn't in the building, he would have kept it with I. Definitely <laughs> our state record. In, I think that's uh, the fastest Scott ever ran individual ladder. That's what it is. And uh, that's I've been using it. Ever since for email, everything. And so, uh, Very yeah. cool. It's time but, to retire. Uh, also, use the hashtag, Drill Team Radio. After 10 years, you got to retire it according to the rule book. It's yeah. funny because uh, uh, Ducky's Twitter handle is uh, Kevin Fowler 877 which is nice. So, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Except that's he right. ran it in September. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Scott's biting his tongue over there. No. no. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. It's a personal thing. I know. I get it. <laughs> We don't have to call him Mr. September anymore. <laughs> I know. But it's so much fun. 
right. so Walden area, yeah, we're looking for good things yes, this year. Yes, we uh, were hopefully Placid's back on the track. That's yep. what we're looking for to get more teams back. And Clayton, Clayton's picked up some guys. I know they yep. put some money into the trucks and everything, so they're looking forward to having a, a good comeback season. They were a little sporadic last year. Hopefully, and DJ's he, not smiling <laughs> as he's uh, trying to go past. One of, you know, one of the greatest the racing pictures I've ever seen. I can't believe it. I've ever seen. <laughs> I I can't believe it. If you haven't day. seen it, go find it. But this on top of that, when you think about Northern and Western overall, and, and we're talking about teams coming back this coming back, and we talked about this earlier, Chris, you weren't on at the time, and all the work that's gone into trying to promote racing, get people back into the sport, get new teams into the sport. It seems like at this time, you know, Nassau and Suffolk are struggling. They're making their way through. But in the western area and in the northern area, it seems to be picking up a little bit, you know. It seems like people are getting more involved. They still have the combination teams, but, you know, more teams like Classic coming back, more people going to Clayton, putting money into stuff. And then you know what? That's great for those areas because there were times when down here in Nassau and Suffolk, well, we, we were, were worried. Right, we were flourishing and right. they weren't. Yeah. We were worried about what's going on up there. And now it's almost, man, they can worry about us. Yeah, well, that's the truth. We we did this campaign over the winter through the, the state board. We were uh, trying to recruit new teams, new departments. We got contacts. No, no kidding, we got contacts from folks in Colorado. Uh, folks in Utah, we actually got a contact from a from a fire department in Egypt who wanted to know. I'm not kidding. Who wanted to know how to run our drill team competition? And we sent them a packet. We it, sent them some information. It's Egypt, New York. No, no. I believe me. I, I know there's a Cairo, New York. There's the Egypt. Cairo. There's an Egypt too. I, the, the zip code was in hieroglyphics, so I narrowed it down pretty quickly. That's still it's Egypt, New York, my friend. <laughs> no, I think I think Obama lives in Cairo, New York. It's a, no, it's no. a truck. It was it was, it was signed by. Yeah, no, he was born born in Cairo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, I, I, I Cairo, New York. I got pulled over by a, a trooper in Cairo, and they don't call it Cairo; they call it Cairo. So oh, yeah, yeah. Always slightly mispronounced. So it, I. It's like Mr. Asuipe, you know. <laughs> but uh, we, we actually had uh, even more so than Long Island. And I think part of the reason is because we have a little bit more of a higher profile here with fire departments on Long Island. But in the western area and the northern area, we saw a couple different departments who, uh, who actually showed some interest. Uh, just in trying to find out what we do, why this could apply, why it's a good thing for their department to get in the mix. And uh, so maybe those seeds are planted, and maybe they grow from here. You know, uh, it, it, the idea is over years, and uh, you know, over a couple of years, we can push why this is a positive thing for fire departments, and then get the word out to. Uh, I, I mean, there's I think there's over uh, 750 volunteer fire departments in New York State, and 10% of those are playing the game. So right, we got to get if. the word out. Yeah, if that, you know, in between the juniors and everything else, we got to get the word out. We got to make sure that departments know why it's a good thing to keep playing. And I think you see it tonight too, right? I mean, this is family out here. We've got guys from Norfolk yeah. all the way down. No doubt, we're going to talk to them later. Yeah, but I, I mean, all the stuff you guys did, you know, you promoted it in the fire news. You have, you have pamphlets out there. You the sent poster, posters, posters, the fire departments. I mean, just the work that everybody put in. I mean, if people don't realize what it means for the guys that are still racing, and it's not just, I mean, you're a state champion. Scott Rice, you're a state champion. I'm a state champion. Sorry, Lenny. Uh, that's, oh, that's turn off my mic, why don't you? Come on. <laughs> no, but the, the people that are, you know, that are diehard, that are living it, that are out there busting their ass all the time to try to win these things, 
And you're still trying to get more people in for competition because that's what it's about. It's really family and it's brother firemen. It's all those things. And a lot of people on the outside don't see it that way. They look at it as like an exclusive group. They just want to do what they do. Want to take this, want to do that, take the money, do whatever, blah. And it's not that at all. Wow. People I, I get involved. It's so much bigger than that. You're totally right. I think uh, it, for a long time we tried to protect ourselves by avoiding conflict, avoiding questions, uh, laying low. Let's go bury ourselves in the, woods, uh, in the woods of Ridge and make sure that nobody comes to find us, that kind of stuff. We were told to do that by the people in charge at the time, we, the and, commissioners and, and everybody else. And I get it. We were told to do it. The world changed. Uh, the Internet came. Things are different now. There is no hiding. No. And in the end, we didn't have to do that because this thing is uh, probably... I, I'll say definitely uh, the highest cost benefit of any recruitment and retention program Absolutely. that you can do for your fire department. And, Chris, now, the advertising you've done, the posters, some of the literature I've seen put out, um, and not just going to drill team meetings, but from different departments. I see it on their desks and their tables. They're, they're reading this stuff, and they're seeing it, and there are a lot of positives to fire department drill team racing. Yeah, People don't take the time to read it sometimes, but they really are. Well, and, and the thing is, I don't expect, uh, just, to, just to give you specifics, we sent out over 4,000 brochures to over 1,500 different addresses. Some of them we were trying to get the chiefs and commissioners. The strategy was we tried to get the chiefs and commissioners from every department that was in a county that has a team racing right now. And then every department as a whole got one of those brochures as well. Uh, and the idea is I don't expect every chief and commissioner to open a thing up and read it you know, cover to cover. But the point is if we keep doing this over years and we keep pushing why this is positive, over time people will understand they'll come to understand you know instead of us trying to pretend like this is something that, you know don't don't look behind the curtain uh you know captain uh what is it? professor marvel kind of right. you know? uh well pretend. professor marvel's the guy but i was going a little deeper anyway right. uh, we, we just need to explain we need to explain why this is a great thing but and this, hopefully we avoid uh you know uh this is nothing that have happened in the past this is nothing new and our fire departments and generations before us realized it and, and embraced it. And you got so many more things to do, as we all know, but people either get disconnected from it. Uh, and, again, there's so many more activities, and people don't know exactly what's going on. Years ago, this was one of the sole things going on with fire departments as an activity. There weren't a lot of softball teams and hockey teams and all these other activities, and this was something that brought Life everybody activities together. activities in general, right? Yeah. There's so much well, more you can too. do right now. But within the department. Phone, within you know? the department. Right. And you know, it's, it's so funny because I remember when I, when I first started, I remember Kevin, Wally, all those guys back in 85 making me commit. They're, they're making me stay till 4 in the morning. We're watching drill team tapes. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a probie in the fire department, and they're like, Scott, you know, and I really didn't know anything about drill team racing when I first joined. And they made it their point to introduce it to me, and it's been the best thing that ever really happened other than my wife and my daughter. You know, it's it's so much fun. It's it's a, a family. It's a brotherhood that is second to none. Um, I recommend everybody. You have to try it because yeah. I think once once you try it and you get it in your blood, have there's you no ever, coming back. Have you guys ever run into anyone who went to a tournament? Said this sucks. Yeah, exactly. not, this is not exciting, or this yeah. is not entertaining. Yeah, I've never seen it. No. So. And, and, and just just to put a cap on all that, uh, I think that the goal for us as a sport isn't to maintain. 
It's about growing. It's about getting to other departments, getting to new departments, getting the dormant ones back. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. And that's, that's the strategy I think we need to implement over years is to always continue to push out, to find ways to bring in new departments into the mix, to replace those departments that naturally get a little tired of the game. You know, that's just, I mean, we all know a department or two that they wore down on the momentum, right? I think that's a natural, that's human nature. You know, you get excited, you might walk away. We need to find ways to get departments in that fill in the blanks and grow from there. And uh, hopefully we took a good step on that. So we heard it from Chris Murphy, be a grower, not a shower. I I recommend (laughs) I recommend that, uh, you know, if it was up to me, I'd pick that. <laughs> all right. Chris, you did an amazing job with, all, yeah. with, with everything that you're doing. Continue, Continue doing it. You do a great and, job. Uh, yep. I got to go. Again. So, uh, all right. I'm going to uh, get these guys off their knees from in front of you. And we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> it's the, a family show here, Paul. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can tell. The, uh, the censored button isn't working here. So, uh, yeah. All right. In, enjoy, fellas. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. Thanks. All right, Chris. Thanks again for all your efforts. Yeah, so that's an important part of what's going on. You know, everybody out there. And I, I know all across the state, I think everybody's seen it. Everybody's been involved. It's been explained at state meetings, et cetera, like that. Uh so I think overall it's moving in the right direction. Yeah, Maybe that's a good time to talk about the schedule. One of the things that's been done this year is they tried to create a schedule here on Nassau and Suffolk County where it would accommodate more people. So they came up with a new schedule. And it's not an easy thing to do because when you have a department that's hosted a drill for so many years, and you want to even just say three years, four years, five years, think about the effort of the guys in that department. And it's not just the guys that are racing. you got your solid 15, 20 guys involved that are racing guys, but it becomes your entire department, whether they like racing or not, setting up that drill. And every year they know the date of that drill. So to make changes was a big deal. It's not an easy task. It was a really big deal. I don't think people realize what went into trying to get people to change their dates and just to give it a shot. It's not even set in stone. It doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. But to give it a shot was important. So, you know, I mean, Scott, you're going to give us just a little rundown on that schedule for this year. I mean, listen, it's it's up on the website. It's there for everybody to see. But it's definitely different because, you know, uh, from my team's perspective, we were actually thinking about going up to um, Point Pleasant to Point Pleasant anniversary. for their hundredth anniversary, and uh, if we would have continued with that, because the the Deer Park Parade is basically a weekend off, yeah. but it's not because you, gotta parade. you know we we have to parade there, so it's uh, it, it's basically having a no weekends off. Or well, one weekend off. So. And you know what? I, I, quite honestly, that wasn't the goal in the get-go. The I know. Goal wasn't the, but uh, uh, the outcome was, unfortunately, that in Suffolk County, we ended up having yeah. more weekends it was, than you probably would have normally. But you know what? you got to let it flow. And we know, ended guys. up not going. We we're, we're ended up not going to Point Pleasant, so it's actually an open weekend now for us. But, you know, you, you do one little thing, and then all of a sudden you're racing. And it wasn't from, that the guys didn't work hard. July 1st, straight through. These you know, guys worked hard to get it right. They and, did. But it's so, it's so difficult. That's what I'm saying. It is so difficult to finagle not just drill well, teams, but departments and weekends. And let's, let's call it the way it is, too. We have a lot of people here that are set in their ways. Nobody likes change. 
Especially us firemen. Uh, we I'm, don't like change. Nobody does. When you start changing people's dates, they get mad. And then you, then they, they, they plan vacations around something that's been around for, you know, yeah, uh, and they, forever. And it's you, a legitimate gripe. Uh, you have family members gripe. to deal with as well. We all, Absolutely. Most of us have significant others. And yep. I'll tell you, normally, uh, again, added a loop a little bit the last few years with a, without a drill team, but still loving the sport, I'll go to... 9, 10, 11 drills. I marked off what I want to go to this year. I got 14 drills listed. I ain't making them all, but my point is there's 14 I'd like to go to that I'd be interested in. So right. the way they did stretch out the schedule, and that was part of the reason, I think, is to get, you know, again, the Nassau and the Suffolk counties are on separate weekends. Right. Well, and I think great that to was go to the Nassau the uh, drill at 8 in the morning and still make the Suffolk parade at night. Vegas has you at 4 over under. <laughs> well, I think that four. was the biggest thing, Lenny, four. you had. You had Nassau and Suffolk County tournaments on the same day. Yeah. So you were splitting radio. You were splitting everything. People couldn't get to each tournament. I think that was one of the biggest things that, that, that Chris was really talking about that didn't make sense. And uh, I agree with him. And we're but trying that, to that, you. And, and then the whole uh, crossover now point tournaments, which uh, hopefully bring in more fans. And uh, that, I think, is part of the, the schedule, the reason why the schedule went the way it did. And we'll see. Because it's gonna, it, it may not work out next year. But we're trying something. Right. Know, and that's yep. the thing. I don't Outside think it's box. gonna work out next year. I think Bayshore is holding the county tournament. The so that, that's gonna be. That's the year after. Talking 2016. Yeah, the yeah. dates. The dates. If you stick with this, don't work for the year after. That's the one of the issues. Right. You know. So, so that's. So I. I have a feeling 2016 is probably going to wind up. Maybe back to probably back to where we are. Where, where we are. But you know what? There could be some things. Maybe there's a host that changed the day, like North Belmont. So, oh my God, we love this day. We want to stay here now. Right. Which, A, another can of worms. Well, but B, you know, right. hey, but it shows people, hey, if you move it, maybe things right. work out. That's right. And and when the, when the fans are in the stands. Yeah. You know, for each county drill now. Yep. Well, now that becomes a better fundraiser for the host also. So now that might work out better, and it might lead to something in the future. So well, we'll we are breaking tradition to a point. Right. People are thinking outside the box, and they Absolutely. made it happen this year. So let's get through the year and see what happens. I think it's a, you give it a fair shake, and let's see what happens. All right, so that's going forward. Let's take a look at a little bit of last year's Nassau and Suffolk. We touched a little bit on uh, Northern. We touched a little bit on Western. Last year in Suffolk County, I mean, at the end of the day, the Central Ice of Hobos, Hobos pretty much, <laughs> uh, it was a B in there, my friend. <laughs> it was a B in there. Uh, it was a B. <laughs> the, the Hobos actually, when you look at the points, dominated. But as the year was going on, as probably all the time, you didn't feel like they were a team you couldn't beat. Right? I mean, Scott, you're one of those teams that are out there trying to compete and beat a team like that. And there were days you probably said, you know what? If they have their day, you know, we're not beating them anyway. But then as the days went on, sometimes they said, hey, we got a shot at this. Well, Riverhead had one of those days. Right. Well, as soon as, they, as soon as they start making a mistake, if they're down, you know, if they don't score in the contest at all, they make two of those mistakes, I think everybody's ears perk up. The window Whoa, is open. Here we go. Yep. The door's open. Yep. Maybe we, now we just got to be good enough to step through the door. That's Whoa. it. Yeah, and then, and then it twists around on your – it comes into your play then, and you got to play it correctly. But right. CI scores 168 points last year. They basically win the county point championship by 31 points over West Sable. North Linney came in third. East Islip came in fourth. Islip came in fifth. If you look at the scores per contest, uh, CI wins obviously the last three. And not just win, 
but domination. Going away, yep. And then if you throw in three-man with that, so you basically what we call the running contest and motor pump. You put those, that's half your drill. Those four contests, I mean, come on now, 30, 30, 25, and 24 county points. You don't see a lot of points that go up into the high 20s a lot of times overall for the year. And they were doing that. And then West Sable still coming back. Michael Mara, God bless him. You know, I, what is he? Just turned well, 40. 50, so, oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, so 40. He knocked it out of the box with the highest point total in any individual contest. 32 points last year in B-Ladder. Very consistent. They, they've owned that race. And they win C-Ladder as well. And then East Isop takes the, the crown in both C-Hose and B-Hose. But if you look throughout the year, I mean, it wasn't like Central Isop won every drill. They won six drills on Long Island. West Hempstead won three drills. Yeah. Uh, West Able won two. North Lindy won one. So last year, it wasn't like there's been years when teams basically out of the box. West Able's had a couple of those years. You were running for second place. I remember people were running for second place against Patchog for a lot of different years, years here and there. Yep. You were just going out there to see who would come in second. Yep. And it was an honor to come and in second. That's absolutely. Because that's where the race was. The race was for second. Yep. You knew they were going to get theirs. The race was for second. But it wasn't like that to me this year with CI. It wasn't like you would say you would start the day and say, hey, man, let's score 25 points. We can come in second. You thought you could still win all the drills, and North Lindy is, is a proof to it, West Sable. And then West Hempstead, they won some Nassau County drills, but still. Overall, I thought it was a, a more competitive year than you would think by looking at the stats. You got nothing. I got nothing. I think, I think everything no, you, you're saying is right on, right on point. You, I mean, you summed it up. I mean, I thought Islip, from the way they looked early in the year, really came on strong. Yes, yeah, and I, I, know, I, I think Islip is such a sleeper team right now. I think... I think they're the ones that are going to be the challenger to them. Because I think that you start beating them in their first foot contest, I think they start thinking. You know, it is what it is. But I think Isop has the talent. Can they put it together? That's that's up to them. Mm -hmm. Even into that state tournament, when you talk about the state tournament, I mean, when we talked about who would have the opportunity to, you know, win this day, most people, of course, had CI at the top of their list. But I think there was plenty of other people that, you know, said, hey, they got a chance. I thought, personally, I thought West Sable was going to have a great chance at it. I picked down. I thought it was going to come down to the wire. And, you know, and then that we want to talk about it, B-Ladder. What happened in B-Ladder, basically, when they got that rerun, to me, it kind of is a springboard. Because if you don't get a rerun in B-Ladder, let's say you, you fail, whatever happened, happens. But let's say it doesn't work out for you. We'll never know, and, no, we'll and never they don't know. care if we ever know. No, there was a lot of speculation that day. But though. what, what would happen the next run after that? Do you push it a little harder? Do you just run your run? To me, they're a professional team. they probably just go down and run their run, no doubt about it. And they would probably finish the day like it never happened. And, and not for nothing. But you don't know. Let me tell you something. For them to get a rerun and then run a 5-0... Not Let me tell you, impressive, impressive. It's it's pretty it's pretty impress it's it's more than impressive. It's that's that's when you're a dangerous team when you get a rerun and you run better than your first run could have been. It's it's crazy. But that's one of those. It's in the books. It is what it is. It is what it is. It'll be talked about for years to come, and people are going to have different opinions on it. And 
And that's basically why we're here on the radio, to have different opinions on this. Well, get, get them over here see if they'll give it back. That's, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. And, and, and we can talk about three in a row. You know, that, that rerun, and you're right, Scott, when you rerun it, and then you're on 5-0, that springboard leads them to not only 31, as we've all talked about, but we're talking three in a row. Three in a row, right? No, two in a row, right? Two well, in a row. Well, they got two now. They have and the potential. The potential. Yep. For three in a row. Now, let's go through in state championship history. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier, Paul. What do you got? I mean, People that have won three in a row, it's very, very select competition. You, of course, have the West Stable Flying Dutchman won three in a row. You have the North Linnerhurst Pistonockers won four in a row. And you have the Oyster Bay Rough Riders have won four in a row. Most people would just assume... Patchwork had won three in a row. Yep. Nope. And they didn't. No. And then awfully close. Awfully close to maybe six in a row or whatever. <laughs> right. But it never happened. And being close and letting it happen, we all know, is way Two outside the spectrum. Yep. So do you think Central Ice Love has it in them to be, and the pressure is going to build, if you ask me, throughout the year? Because it's going to be talked about. And I know they know it. Oh, oh, I got a question. Uh, Who's driving this year? Oh, I'm, I'm saying Danny's back. Yeah, Danny. I okay, I mean, you guys again. I, I just, you're not uh, going for three in a row. I think Danny's back. <laughs> and, uh, I think I think the three in a row has a, a pl- little bit to do with it. I think has a Played part into to do it. with it. Yep. Uh, I think that they've. Uh, I think they want in that club. I think they know how good they are, and they feel like they should be in that club, and uh, they probably should be in that club. But you have to get in the club. <laughs> So, so Scott it, can say that with a smile. But, it's part of the, but you know what? You're, you're still going to be able to talk about CI as a dominant team as they are right now in the, in the, in the 2000 teams or whatever you want to call this. Just like you talk about Patrick, who's maybe the most dominant team ever, or whatever you want to say about them, they never won three in a row. No, but they didn't. What? They wanted to. I think I think Lenny's having a little problem there. Um, I think they always I think they always wanted to, and uh, they were stopped obviously uh, by, you know, by a few people. You know, well, Oyster Bay in the fifties wins three in a row, and they miss by two points from winning, I think six in a row, because they win, they lose, they win three in a row, four in a row. So they would have won six in a row outside of I think it's like two points. When you guys North Linderhurst wins four in a row. Mm-hmm. Is it even on your mind? Because it's been since the fifties. So this is today. People talk about it. Oh, North Lindy did it. Uh, uh West Sable did it. People talk about it today. When you right. go from fifties to nineties, forty years, and yeah. basically that's what it was. Yeah. Nobody talks about it. So you guys were just out racing. You were just out winning. It wasn't like you know what you didn't have. I think not that there's a lot of pressure on it, but for you to win three in a row and back at the time. Three in a row didn't matter because once you made run four in a row. Right. And then you won four in a row. But when you're going for four, like CI's going for three, I kind of believe CI's got more pressure. You guys are just racing. See, and I, I got to admit it now, and I, and I, I listen, I, I could have forgotten a lot of things because I, I probably have forgotten things and probably have to ask some other people. And um, I don't remember, I don't remember sitting there going, 
Wow. Hoist Bay, four in a row. We got to get that, or right, we got. I, I really don't. I really don't it's remember. Forty that. years removed. Nobody thinks about but it. You guys were just on such a roll, Scott. You were just doing your thing. You're I mean, just was, racing. That's you, what I just I, said. I, again, you could tell me better, but it seemed like you kept the same nucleus for most of those years. Absolutely. And you just came out the next year and said, let's do our thing. You're trying now, to win one now, next year. Although right. I was there, I don't remember. How close were you in 99 to making it five? Uh, we came in third in 99. Okay. okay. Um, I, well, I mean, the way... The kids performed that day. We we were all we were basically a new team except for me and Anthony. Okay, so there and was some turnover. Oh, there was that year. Okay. Everybody left. Okay, um, and I, not ironically, but I guess um, it's it, it was genuine. We, I missed and right. Bo's and Anthony but, missed and B Ladder and, and hey, listen, that's that's oh, great. That but that, again, I don't remember. Us, it, we so. built it. We lost. But it. think great. about this. But think about this. If there was so much. Attention paid to it like this. Today, people are paying attention. Can CI win three in a row? Right. If there was so much attention back then to say, hey, North Lindy, they've tied Oyster Bay. Nobody's ever won five in a row. Mike, those guys stuck around. Because nobody talked about it. So they Somebody, said, hey, they must over. have known. You guys no, must I'm have telling, been I don't believe they knew. Nobody paid attention. Oh, I swear to God. Come on. You got guys that know nope. history. Nope. They knew. I got to be honest. Nobody knew. Maybe it wasn't talked about, Scott. Nobody knew. I'm telling you. I'm sure Kevin knew. But I'm didn't, sure. But didn't pay Chris attention. Knew. But, but didn't I pay attention think. like today. No. Well, no. Because I don't think you had, I don't think you had uh, access to the, to, to to what we have access right. to now. Yeah, 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 everybody yeah. had, everybody, nobody knew. Well, you said the you rule book. Get the, I mean, you, you get 24-7 information right now. We didn't have that back then. Or the senior guys might have held it back from you, not to put the pressure not on you. No, the they would have told them that you guys better race next year. No way, Crash. I, I, I bet you Crash and Kevin knew. I don't, I, I don't Anthony, Anthony might have knew. I, I don't, well, you Again, know. What, what we're saying is exciting, Paul. CI with a chance to do it for the third time in a row. To become only the what but you say I do there. agree with Paul. I think I think they got it. It's got to be in their head. It's got to be. Yeah, it just has to yep. be. They just know, and, and they're young enough and still together enough. I think to do it if, if everybody comes back. I, so I, it'll I, be a fun year. You know, something we'll, we'll keep our eye on and give us something to talk about. Right, so what else is going on in in, in, in Suffolk County? Well, the Linderhurst Snails they picked up a, quite an acquisition, and we're not talking about a body. We're talking about a chassis. We've got, uh, we got an ISOP Terrace sea truck. Yeah, that they're going to run down the track. Trocomotor. And uh, the whole thing, they're going to run that thing uh, probably hopefully in Linnerst. I mean, I'm glad for them. They uh, they worked hard to get it. They were, I think they were ready to start. Uh, they got a, a, a lot of influx of young children, young young guys. They, and, had uh, a, they had a second half of the year to write home about this. I mean, it was those young kids that from the juniors really pumped them up a little bit. Yeah. They run in those leg races. Like you said, Paul, you know, that's a place you can catch up to CI in with young people, and that's what CI has, this constant influx of young people, making them so good in those foot races. And Lindenhurst now, you know, they're showing some legs, too. They got a fire in their bellies. And yeah, you know, I, it's see, it. To see. I see it. Uh, you know, uh, I, I know a few of them, many of them, personally, and... Uh, they, they, they have a fire in their bellies, and you could see it. You could see there's a lot of videos out there on, on the net of them running, and 
you know, they're working hard, and, and that's what it takes. And, uh, hey, good luck to them, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll see them coming down the track more often. That, be that'd another, be great for them. Another real good storyline to follow this yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when they came down the track in North Belmont, I think it had been seven or nine years since the last time oh, they played. Oh, that was some tournament for in them. Top that, was five. that was a great day, actually. A lot of fun racing. I think North Belmont this year, same thing. As they've changed their date, you're going to get a lot of good racing teams out there that don't have to leave. But, like you're saying, Scott, Leonard Hurst, if you talk about an up-and-coming team, we'll talk about it a little bit later with the Fab 14, your pick might almost have to be them, especially in Suffolk County. I, I think you're definitely going to see people picking them in the Fab. Um, it's going to, again, you have to do it, and you're not doing it until you do it. You know, we can all sit here and, and, and speculate, but you have to do it, about, and I think they are. Point? I really do. In the last 40, let go 50 years. That's a Ranger goal, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. That is a Ranger goal. Derek Stepan, I believe. 2.55 to go in the first period. It doesn't matter. Rangers take the 1 0 lead over Derek the Penguins. Derek Stepan. Yeah, baby. All, All right, right, let's get back to this. The bar is erupting. I'm erupting right now. Uh, really? TMI. <laughs> You're next to him, Scott. Jesus Christ. I mean, really. You need a napkin over there? Uh, I, need a, I need another shot. Uh, so, anyway, who has, had, who has had more sea trucks in the last 50 years than the Leonard Hurst sales? Interesting. Very, very interesting Think about question. It. I, the I, vet, I don't think anybody. The the whether vet, they're building them, buying them, or, the or refurbing them. The vet comes out of the 60s till about 72. Mm. The wedge, then you go wedge. Wedge is about 73 to 76. You get the six-wheeler, which I used to like to call the moon uh, the moon unit. The moon lander. The moon lander. <laughs> and then when they take the wheels off. That's when they win. They win the state tournament. And they, and they got rid it. of the truck that And then year. they get rid of it, and the T-Bird comes in at about 88. The Batmobile. It looks the cool. It looks cool. It's freaking one of the most, the most gorgeous T-Trucks you'll see. And that stays about to the mid-90s, and then they come in with the current rig they got, and now they're switching up again, and they're going old-school Schlager. I so, think oh, it's, uh, Think about this for a second. Oh, think about so Schlager. You, look, you said Schlager, and look what came up here. A slow drunk. <laughs> it's a Schlager. So, <laughs> think about Oh, man. <laughs> All these trucks they built, brand new, cutting edge, brand new, cutting yeah. edge. Yep. And now, when they got a team that's cutting edge and brand new, they go old school. They think about trucks. it. Think about it. Well, I don't know if they're going old school because I just think I think they just want something that performs uh, more in line with what everybody else is doing. I think they got a great. What, what's the history of that truck, Scott? Do you have any? Um, um, I know Joe Mayer. Uh, well, Joe Mayer would know, but I I know Joe Mayer. Eric, Eric, the, and, Eric and Chuck jump. But I mean, how how old is it? That's a Louis truck. No, it's oh, a Tommy not, Baldwin. Oh, that's why I'm asking. Okay. That's a Baldwin truck. Okay. Yep. Um, did Louie do a little work on it? May he, he might have done a little, work, a little front especially end. when the terrace in those last couple of years was trying to rock and roll. I know they have those. I know they have the six piston calipers on the front. Um, I think they have to just do a little bit of modification, maybe hubs or something like that, and they're going to be ready to go. And uh, cool. I think the truck ran. Quite a few twelves, quite, quite yeah, frankly. No Age-wise, what are we looking at? Ten, twelve, fifteen years? Mm, oh, it's more than that. Yeah. That's I'm going to say, what is this, 15, yeah. 95? All right, so that makes it 20. Smoke meat. All right. So that'll make it 20 if you're talking 95. Oh, it's before that. Yeah. So okay. I'm going to say 25 years. I'm going to go at least. All right, well, Lyndon Hurst feels confident with it. Again, yeah, no, one I'm more not, thing to take I'm a look at. I'm not a smoke meat guy. <laughs> 
I love it. From Norfolk, New York. So what else is going in Suffolk County? Well, you got some combined teams, and the biggest combination mm. this year that hasn't happened before is the West Side. Some Raiders look to be coming back out on the track. Kevin Hayes has got himself combined. Jocko's shaking his head, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kevin, Kevin has had his... I uh, actually heard they practice today. Kevin has had his bait in the water yeah, for quite yeah. some time, oh, trying, to, trying to hook a big one. Upside and, uh, down, right side up. He's, he's had bait in the water. He's got one now with the North Patchogue Nightcaps. Yeah, great. Uh, so you're just, you, you threw it outside the box there. North Patchell, the Nightcaps are combining with, with the, the West, West Ice Raiders under the name of the West Ice Raiders. And uh, like you said, Scott, they practiced today, no? I think they were out there doing it today. Uh, Jocko's out there. He's, he's trying to listen a little bit to us, but uh, I think they were out there doing it. Hopefully they were just uh, taking it easy, running the truck a little bit. Getting the guys off the back of the truck and uh, oh boy, you know, getting the feel for it. Sea truck tomorrow, twelve five. I'm just curious. I wonder if if, if, if Matt Matt is going to be a little bit of a coach there. I think he is. I'm just saying. <laughs> I got nothing. You got nothing. I, I think he's going to be a little bit of a coach there. It's How uh, about that? I'm going to say it. It's an interesting marriage, you know, to uh, towns that aren't that close to each other in proximity, but right. obviously both have the desire. I the race in the motorized circuit. It is. You're right. I think to it's watch. going to be interesting to see how it turns out. Like, is this going to be the angle North Patrick uses to maybe get their own equipment? And if not, you know, how – you know, when people kind of travel a long distance, listen, you're 19, you're 18, you're 20, you're traveling, you're racing, jumping off the back of race cars, freaking awesome. Yeah. No matter how far you got to go. Well, we know the nightcaps have how been on. How long that last? When does it wear off? If it wears off, it doesn't. Hopefully it doesn't not. But hopefully, you know, the, uh, you want to, you know, you don't want, you don't want them to leave and get their own stuff, and then West Isle falls down again because West Isle has been a main staple around. I hold the state record still in motor pump. I mean, you you want those teams to stick around, as we talked about earlier. Somebody like West Isle, but you know. But again, the Nightcaps have a history on again, off again, in old fashioned. Yes, they do. So that's something uh, that they obviously you know want to be involved with. And uh, honestly, the travel aspect of it, and Scott, you could speak to this. Uh, North Lindy, and uh, what I've always called the gypsies of racing, they'll, they'll go to any track they have to to keep it together and have stayed competitive. Uh, my old team, St. James, in the latter years, we were traveling to Ridge, a town of Iceland, good half hour to 40 minute ride. So if you really want to do it and you're into it, you'll, you'll, you'll make it happen. I tell you what, it definitely builds character. Oh, yeah. You find out who's really in it. And, and yeah, you, you, you know, that, that is uh, something about that. There's something to be said about that, that you, you, you're willing to do anything. And, uh, and my team's proved that for a long time. We've been, like you say, Lenny Gypsies. And uh, nobody sets a camp up faster. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Uh, so, Cutshaw had a really rough year last year. Not enough guys coming out a lot. They're combining with uh, Manorville. So I believe Cutchogue, Manorville. So hopefully we'll see them in a lot more tournaments this year. And of course, Sable, Hagerman, and Holbrook are back combined again. And, and I thought Sable ran really well last year. I thought it was Don Corkery's best year driving. I thought they scored more points. They were more competitive than they have been in the last few years. And we were expecting it from them because they got a lot of young guys and guys that are into it. They practice over there at Hagerman, and uh, you know, looking for good things from them again. It's a great facility where they are. Obviously, Hageman's premier. Um, it's a, it, eventually, it comes around. 
That's all I could say is, you know, eventually, you, you, you do it long enough, eventually it's going to come around. It'll be interesting to watch Kutchog and Manorville. I know Manorville, another team that was trying to run old-fashioned, trying to get enough guys out, uh, struggled for a couple of years. So now they found a partner to dance with. So uh, And good for Kutchog. Again, they're, they're a team that's been around a long time as well. We'll keep our eyes on them. No doubt. So now let's go to, uh, that. that's our little jog around the state. Let's go to the uh, best times last year. The best times in Suffolk County. Are, are, is it, are, are these teams today capable of upping the times that they ran last year? When I, I always say the golden age of racing, and I like to talk about what, like early, early 90s and, and all the way to maybe, what, 2005 or something, Scott, when the times were outrageous in a, in a lot of things. Last year's best time in three-man ladder, 619. I mean, when you think 619, that's good for any year. Doesn't yeah. matter, golden age, not golden age. Are more teams going to be able to do what the Ice of Wolves did last year at the 619? Or, if they complete their shot, are they heads and tails above anybody else in that contest? I think, well, I think there's two teams that can do it right now consistently, and that's CI and, and ISOP. I, I, I just, well, even I can't even say that consistently. Um, definitely CI, I think, can do it quite often, pretty consistently. I don't know if ISOP can. I know they have the, the, the ability to. How about that? They have the ability to run it every week. I'm with you. I'm with you on that, Scott. I mean, I didn't look at it to that extent, Paul. I was, you know, focusing on the state drill. We see, I took it with a 625. Respectable time. It, Eight in the morning, you know, upstate. Nine, like, nine in the morning. Uh, sorry, nine in the morning now. Um, the teams right behind them, though, was Savely, Stice, Copeg, Lindy, who all scored, and include Paul Washington in six. He went 644, 646, 646, 647, 649. So it's still competitive. Might not be the, um, the hottest times that we've seen as, as Paul's harking uh, back to in the 90s and the 2000s. But still a very competitive race. And then you get over to B ladder and last year's best time, which was off a little bit. You know, you would think times have come down, and and they were running a, a tenth faster, if not better than that, ten years ago. But the best time last year was 5:07. Uh, the Dutch, of course, Michael, the ageless one, uh, and then you had uh, West Hempstead and Port Washington all running a 5:07 last year. What do you think we'll expect out of B ladder this year? You think we can move down to that 5:07 or? Oh, I think you're going to definitely see Wes Abel doing it. I, I really believe that. Um, I, I think there's a couple of teams. I think Wes Abel, uh, I'm sorry, Wes Hempstead can, can still pull off a shot like that. I, um, uh, it's interesting. It's the interesting to see. moving in that direction? Again, I think they have the tools to do it. Uh, You've got to do it. You know, it's, it's, it's something that I definitely, hey, listen, Josh is, to me, a, a crazy talent. If you can get himself under control, I think he'll be phenomenal. If he can do, if he can just get in his his own head and he's say, young kid still, let me hit every he's run. He's a young kid who's matured compared to where he was. Yeah, you just got to say to yourself, I'm going to touch every run with my foot. Don't. Don't try to bicycle. You know, you, you get too fast, and then you, you, you slip. Just, I'm going. I'm going to hit every rung. Because then every every step gets faster and faster. Then you're not even thinking about it, and then you're flying. It's, you know, it's Paul, basically that. Paul, you're right. We noticed it, uh, you know, on the arch last year, along with Artie and some of our other announcers. Really saw a step forward uh, for Josh last year. Uh, you could just see the determination in his face. 
Uh, but you're right, Scott. He, he knows what he can do. He's just yeah. got to do what he can do. I and love again, him. going back to the state drill, you know, wasn't the 507, but you had West Sable. It's been their staple for years. B ladder, as you said, 513, but CI in the road run is 514. Takes still 520, ISO 522. So, you know, the teams are still right there. Are we getting a lot of fours? No, but we never really did get a lot of no. fours. West Sable's gonna, gonna do that once in a while. Who knows? Maybe ISO breaks in there, or even the Roadrunners could 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 uh, and Paul conquer that. And Paul Washington was, and with Kyle Lewis on on the sideline, they could conquer there. that. Well, no, Kyle's actually he's in the academy right now for the uh, police. He's actually heading to be a Paul Washington cop. Which boy, there's a job in the United States of America you would like uh-huh. to have. That's a Paul Washington policeman, but. I had heard um, the same thing. He may be out until August at that. Yeah, I mean, at some point he'll come back. It's in his blood, you know. So he'll be back. It's just uh, depending on when. What do they have, Paul? I know you you spent some time up there in Port. What do they have as far as a backup? Um, anything uh, a to flat. keep them in the competition? A 10 flat. No, I, I mean, they're, they're going to throw somebody out there. There's a bunch of guys that are saying, you know, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And they have enough guys on that team that are that are committed that they'll put something out there, you know, and, and they'll get down the track and they'll complete contest, but I think Kyle was somebody who was really coming into his own. Without a doubt. He was climbing the ladder with such ease and he didn't, you know, he was touching every rung. He was yep. getting to the top. Yep. He wasn't thinking about it. And as a group, they were working so well together. On a consistent basis, too. Yeah, he was really um, starting to see it come together on a consistent basis. Yeah, they're going to want him back at some point and hopefully, you know, for their sake, he'll come back. Then you get into hoses. Oh, you get the sea ladder, 877. You guys knock it down with an 877. I think that's something that's attainable by a bunch of teams. I don't know about 877. That's a pretty heavy run today. But, I mean, when you get to those low 8.9s and the high 8.8s, I mean, I think there's a group of teams out there that could do that today. 8.9s, 8.8s, I think so, too. I mean, I think you have uh, East Islet that that can get on that and... uh uh, again, the Westerners, uh, West Abel, Again, reviewing the seventies. I think in the eight sevens are a little bit step above. Yeah, yeah. the eight sevens are, are you getting there? Yep. Yeah. Well, again, to compare it to the state drill, North Lindy eight seventy seven, CIA ninety, West Hempstead eight ninety eight, just three eights, and then Bay Shore nine oh nine, East Ice up nine ten. So it's a handful of teams right there. And then when you go to CO, is that eleven ninety three? Not so many teams. <laughs> no. Not so many teams. No. I mean, if you run today, you're running under that twelve two number. You know, you're talking about you're talking heavy. Holy cow, he's loud. <laughs> he don't even need a microphone. You but really you hear in the background, folks, the officials are selling 50-50 tickets. This is their fundraiser. That so. guy, he's loud. I can't <laughs> believe you just called him a cow. Not it's a cow, it's a fat. <laughs> you said holy cow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was related. <laughs> yeah, so East Side, so that's going to be a tough nut to crack. And then Hempstead Yellow Hornets, they knock out B.O.s for the time, best time on Long Island last year, best time in the state. 778. And let me just recognize this. And we can even include the best efficiency time, which is an 869 last year. Seahose, Behose efficiency, not one at Hempstead. Really? I, I was not aware of that. Wow. Good research not there, So, and the Hornets are the team doing two of them. So the Hornets took it on the road. We're getting uh, 50-50, I think. Are we talking red tickets here? That's not us. 6544, I think I heard, me. guys. It's not you, then. It's not red. So the Hempstead Yellow Hornets are the top team last year. Behoes and Fishy, not consistent, but showing they have the potential to be real good. 
And that's with a relatively new cast there as well. And, and, and they're only going to get better if they stick around. They have a nice mm. little group over there. They run both those times, not on the hometown course, but over at North Belmore. It's impressive. Then you go to then you go to Motor Pump, and CI pretty much was on top of it all year, that 566. And the Hobos set the record last year in buckets with a 1968. Of course, they were looking for the 1947. And I'll never forget the first question as we were sitting on top of the arch out of Jay Newhoff's mouth was, 47? No? 47? <laughs> I was like, no. no. <laughs> Again, hearkening back to the state, only one five in motor pump. And that was a 599 by CI. Tough track. For and a, only a 21, not even a 20 in buckets. So... Well, yeah. that, that leads us into this year's track. Now, we're talking about Deerfield's track last yep, year. Yep. That leads us into Ridge. Now, when you go through the all-time track records at Ridge, 6.08 West Sable is the best three-man time. I don't know if anybody's going to approach that this year. That would be an awfully heavy shot. The 4.98 is the all-time best at Ridge by Islip. Now, when we talk, when I say the word... Islip, really? I yeah. All right. When I say the word Ridge... To me, you're saying one of the best tracks in racing. I agree. In every aspect, it doesn't matter the contest, the truck stops, the, you know, it's, oh, it's the water. It's everything. flat. The water's good. It is as good a track as you can find. And uh, from my research, well, not my research, on the website that has ISA at 498, West Sables 860 is the track record in Sea Ladder, which I don't think will become anybody that might not get close to that this year. 1182, the all-timer, mm. set in 2005 by the Patchogue 40 Thieves. Wow. I'm going to go out on a limb and say nobody's getting that. <laughs> yeah. And if there is, you've probably got one, maybe two teams that could even snip an 11. Right. But 1182 82, is another world. That's huge. Nah. Nobody doing that. Welcome to the Pleasure Dome. Yeah. And Wheelie then, wheels. And then you get to... <laughs> wow, angry. Then no. you get to... <laughs> north. Then you get to the shot that's a 756. That's the Behose record at Ridge. Ridge. Set in 1985. Wow. That has been the record. Now, this is 2015 state... We're talking... 30 years. No, is it 30? 85. 30, yeah, 15. Wow, school teacher, huh? Saturday. So... 30 years. 30 years that record has been in the book. 30 years. 756 is a hell of a shot. Any day of the week, any year, any time. But it's held that long at Ridge, which is such a great water and hose track. Well, you know, we were talking earlier before we went on air, Paul, that the track surface itself... You know, obviously changes over the years. Um, don't remember what it was like in 85. I was running, but don't remember it. It was good. It, I'm sure it was good. But, um, you know, that, that may lead us into our next discussion. There there might be some issues out there this year and maybe some improvements needed out there on the track prior to the state drill being run out there. It's hard. Now, it was a rough winter everywhere in New York State. And from what I hear, it was definitely rough out in Rich. 880 is the efficiency shot, and CI's done it twice. They did it in 87, they did it in 99. So there's another record that's been around a long time. 880, knocking it down there. And then the 558 is the pump record. I don't know if anybody's going to touch that hmm. one. That's Was that CI again? 2009. Yep. 2009. And then 1993 has been the buckets. Wow. 2014. And it, again, you talk about those last three contests at Central Ice Up. And there boom, it is. Boom, boom, boom. There and, it is. And it wasn't last year. No. It was 87, 
1993 and 2009. So what does that tell you about the history of the, or at least the recent history of the yeah. Sky Hobos? Yeah. Absolutely. You can't, when you got those athletes, and they got athletes, and you could concentrate on those three races, boy. And most people don't because everybody loves speed, loves speed, loves speed. Right. But you score some points in those races. I'm a, I'm a little surprised at the bucket time, the 2014, only that there's so many drills run out there. For the longest time, Selden's run an invite. Years ago, Farmingville ran an invite for years. Right. They've, you know, Selden's run too sometimes with the county or the town of Brookhaven running the state or Selden running the state. With all of the drills that have been out there, the town of Brookhaven drill, not that those are the best bucket teams, but 2014, I'm a little surprised at that. Well, the Although you don't get 11 Nassau teams there, and hence that's been... Well, the, you, you will know, this year. Yeah. The previous two states, 2003, 2007 out at Ridge, 2007, West Sable, lights out in lattice, 632, 503, 865. Put together three numbers better than that. You might be able to do it, but it's damn good. Enjoying that little piece of meat. Yeah, I mean, Smoke meat. when you do 632, 503, 865, you're rocking and rolling. And, and, and 2007, West Sable wins that uh, state drill. That was the last state tournament Patchogue ever participated in, and they come in fourth that day. Wow. Patrick comes in fourth, 2007, last day drill. There were four eights in C-Ladder in 2007. Four eights. You'd be tough to get four eights this year. I mean, we're talking what eight years numbers? later. Eight what? The, off the top of my head, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we, we have made some changes to the C-Truck, you know, and I think yep, that affects yep, it yep. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. B-Ladder, 5031, but 523 was fourth. And listen to this B-Hose day. 760, 768, 769, 788, 792. 792 is fifth. Ouch. I remember. The only B-Hose day ever better than that states finishing up. Nope. Finishing day, Hempstead. Oh, okay. After we come back from Deerfield and we end the drill with B-Hose. The shootout. It's the only B-Hose competition that was ever better than that right there. 2007, 760 won it. It's the second best time ever in the history of Ridge, that 760. And it's 2007, so what's that, 22 years after the best time, the 760 run by? 760 run by Patrick? New High Park. <laughs> nope. Mm. I guess Patrick's 707, right? You guys suck. Bayshore. Well, <laughs> wow. Bayshore runs the second best time there ever, 760 that day. But what a B-Host contest. 760, 768, 769. Three 76s. 768 was um, New Ipop. New Ipop. But think about that. Three 76s not in Hempstead. Mm. That's impressive right there. You know when another day was impressive? When when actually that was based on when we ran a 751 at Hagerman. West Sable ran a 754. <laughs> when have you seen like outside of Hempstead 275s run on a track? It's crazy. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. So... Good, good times in 2007. Um, Patchogue's last drill. And then we'll go back to 2003. In 2003, and we're going back now, what, 12 years. Two fours running B-Ladder. I slip in Manhasset Lakeville. Uh, C-Ladder, 905 was fifth. So there were four, I believe, four eights in front of that in 2003. Some good ladders right there. Spencer Board comes in the top five. Let's do a 2003 Ridge. You talked about Patchogue's last tournament ever, 2007. They come in the top five. 
It was the 2003 is the last time till current day that West Sable did not come down the track at a state drill. 2003. And that was after winning 99, 2000, and 2001. Yep. Right, Hempstead in 2002. Islip wins on an unbelievable. I thought Islip had a great day. It was dominating that yep, day. I remember. But West Sable doesn't come down the track. It's the last state drill that they don't come down the track till present day. You're going to make Gary cry. I saw him here before, so don't. So here's my next question: Who is the only team in the two previous state drills held at Ridge that's been in the top? Only one team's come down the track twice. And Only it, one. It's been every every other person, all other eight or whatever, have changed both times. Only one team's come down twice. So you're talking, what is this, 03 and what was 03, it? 03, 07. Only one team has come down the track in the top five twice. Nobody else has come down more than that. New High Park? Nope. 07, 03. 07, 03. Hmm. I made my guess. I don't want to go too crazy here. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Can't get it off the top of my head. Patch out. Nope. <laughs> no, they come down in 03. Oh. Bayshore Redskins. <laughs> you know, when he asks us those questions, we got to start getting into this. Yeah, we I got a couple more Redskins <laughs> questions. Hold on. <laughs> when we you see his that. arm behind his back <laughs> patting himself, it's that's gotta, a dead giveaway. There's got to be a tell somewhere along the line. <laughs> but that's pretty impressive. They're, they're, they're out of all, all the teams in the top five both times, Bayshore's the only one coming down twice. I was shocked myself, trust me. <laughs> As I was uh, looking this up, I was as shocked as you are right now. Or probably a little bit more caring than you are right now. You're a little uncaring. Billy, Billy, Etzel, Billy Etzel guessed it. I didn't get to it quick enough, but yeah. your boy Billy guessed yeah, it. he cares. Oh, he knows. <laughs> didn't he get, like, some kind of award? <laughs> huh? I think he did, right? Yeah, I, I think he did. Award. He, he got a Valentine award or He gets an award. So, right, so let's move into the Fab 14. Last year we got a little Fab 14 going. And, uh... Top 14 in New York State. People came in and out, but CI, I'm going to go through this quick. CI was on the leaderboard number one from day one to the end. Nobody, and I, I sampled people across the state if they were at the drill. I usually reach out to 10 people after a drill. 10 people give me their things. I tabulate them, give you your top whatever. And CI was on first on every ballot every freaking time. Didn't you have a tie one week? Not for you first, a, I don't think. I well, thought you had a tie when we put West Able? It might, I don't think for first. No? Okay. Uh, North Lindy ends up number two for the year on the ballots. West Able third, East Isop fourth, West Hempstead fifth, Fort Washington sixth, Isop seventh. If you go through the whole thing, East Isop made the greatest jump from the beginning of the year. People picked them to be seven. They ended up fourth. And the biggest dropper of the year, actually, was uh, Henrietta. Henrietta was picked to be 11th. They ended up 14th, so they had dropped the most by the end of the year. Not that it has any effect on how they ran. They ran really well. Um, but just this fat 14 throughout the year, what, what I thought was really cool about it, and I, like I said, I've hit people up, and I've, I've called you guys, Scott, you won't participate, but I hit Lenny <laughs> or whatever, and, and people, you know, they give whatever they feel is right, and it's really cool. But at the end of the day, when I tabulated the entire state, and then put it to what everybody thought for the whole year into the state drill. The voters got four of the top five right in order. That's pretty crazy. Not by what they picked that day, but what they had picked throughout the entire the year. year. Right. Wow. They picked it right. So 
So that's people are paying attention. It's pretty cool that it worked out so unbelievable last year, you know. And listen, people are ecstatic. I was shocked how many people cared about it. When people were happy about it, there were people that were angry where they ended up a certain point too. Well, of course, <laughs> that they should have been a little bit higher here or there. Yeah, but again, Paul, you're you're reaching out. I'm not patting myself, but you're reaching out to people that have been around the sport that right. are watching the sport week in and week out, not just looking at results on the computer yep. or whatever, but going to drills and seeing it for themselves. Right. And yeah. um, you know, you know what you're looking at. Yeah, I make sure people are there because I want them. You know, we all know. It's not just about a statistic. It's about a feel. You can feel if they're doing better in a race. So you get that feeling, oh, they're coming on in the last three. They're doing this. They're doing that. So it's so much more than a number. And people that are there, you know, they, 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 they're able to You see, see teams building momentum or losing momentum. All right. So what are we up to here? We got about 45 minutes left. Uh, how about old fashioned? What's going on with Miller Place? I heard you said they got a new paint job or something. What's going on there? Miller Place, apparently, again, rumor mill. They should all be under the rumor mill category. Um, getting to be truck painted. Supposedly it's going to have a bit of a new look, along with Islip. Islip getting a whole new paint job, so we'll see what's going on with them, with their truck. That's the one. Year. That's the one thing I, uh, I've i got on the GroupMe site is another picture of Islip's beat truck stock. That's Again. the only thing that came came across my group me since we've been on the air. Right? I know. I, know. I got a picture of uh, Welton's lunchbox and something <laughs> like that. I don't know. I know. I, uh, I was at the town of Brookhaven meeting Wednesday night. And, yeah, Miller Place does seem enthused. Like you said, they, they got the new paint paint job on the beat truck. It sounds like they're going to be running that truck this year and uh, getting a little more competitive on the motorized circuit. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, they definitely need to uh, get it out there more often, more drills and uh, see how it works out for them. I, I I can't see, you know, you jump off a truck a couple times. Let's why go. go back. Yep. You know, why go back? Yep. When but, are we getting uh, the sea truck? Everybody, <laughs> everybody has their uh, their time and and what do you think? What do you think about the ball breakers? Think they got a repeat in them, or what do you think? Um, I have to give them this. They work. They work hard. They're out there. I just saw a video of them. They're out there practicing already. So uh, they, they work hard, uh, despite Brando. They uh, <laughs> they really do. No, they put the effort in. And you know, and Scott, you know this. You're the multi-state champion. You don't really mind, and, and you know, you know, whatever personalities aside, when somebody wins, that puts the time in. I mean, they're not taking a shortcut on this. No, they had a goal that they said they were going to be the team that's beat. And when the day came, when you had to be the team to beat, they were the team to beat, and they won. And I give them all the credit in the world for it. I mean, it's, it's impressive whatever you win. They're out there working hard. And, again, you, you, you practice, you, you get better. And that, that's the bottom line. You just got to get out there and do the work. I think they're the team to beat this year, if you ask me, the Belmore Ball Breakers, because they put the time in. They're no joke. You're going to have your free ports. I, I'm middle place. I don't know if they're going to go motorized completely. Or I think they're still going old-fashioned. And I, I still think you know you still have to beat Belmore. You know, you know it's not it's not a given. I agree. They they're the reigning state champs right now, Paul and Scott. And uh, now that they've got a taste of it, I, I can't tell you for sure, but I would imagine they got most, if not all, their people back. And you're always looking for the repeats. So. And it's not easy to repeat because then people got the target on your back, and you know some people get lazy on it. But to me, they don't appear like a group of guys that are getting lazy. Well, they got some guys that are really in good shape there, including Brando and uh, uh, Matt, right? Yeah, Matt Podowski. Yeah. I mean, it, that kid's in shape. It, they got a lot of in shape people. So, you know, again, practice, practice, practice. Yeah, you, you, you're going to get better. 
The more you practice, the more you're going to get better. Now, the state, the state drill for Old Fashioned is at Hempstead, Hempstead this yep. year. Okay. Yep. Friday night, I believe. The, the date escapes me. I don't know. I uh, think it's the 6th of August. Is it? That's the night before, right. The night before Hempstead's invite. I so believe it's the 6th of that'll August. That'll be an action-packed weekend in Hempstead, folks, so put it on your calendar. And the day start, the, the year starts with a uh, Zach Bernstein, right, over in uh, Amityville. Amityville, the 5 on the 30th of May. That's going to be opening day for our season. Remember the opening day used to be out there in May? I knew where you were going with that, Paul. That oh, was yeah, that was back time. in the day. The old what was, what was the name of that bar on the corner that we all used to go to? Mikey's or Mackey's, I don't know. Well, no, no. Hilo yeah. or no, we drove Hilo's car into a ditch that night. Mike's. I think it was called Mike's. I think it was Mike's. Yep. Yeah, I think it was. There was one in Coram as well, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that used to be opening day. Yep. Uh, and we'd all go out there and pack. We'd all sit in the stands. We'd make it at least oh, for yeah. Carlos. Absolutely. <laughs> and then we'd go over to Mike's, and then next week we're racing in Linderhurst. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, Zach right. Bernstein is on May 30th. Yep. So that may be a new tradition. And I think right the, the, uh, the Ville putting a pump house in down there, right? Um, they are. They're putting a. Somebody's pump shaking their head, yeah. Kevin. Yeah, uh, Kevin Hayes said saying it. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. they're they're putting one in. They were at the last Suffolk County meeting asking, right? I think if there was a little bit of help or who knew any knowledge of it. Oh wow. So yeah, they're putting a pump house down there, and they're getting the you know going big time. Good for them. Good going for them. Big time. Town of Babylon racing. Yeah, you know the town of Babylon drill is going to be there soon. Then that's yeah, you know that. Break out the carts, little car hose. Next on the line, North Lindenhurst. Mm, I don't think <laughs> that, I don't think that the, the condominium place right there could be very happy with that. What car hose? But we'll see. So no, I that's mean all they're gonna like. They're gonna be a beach out oh, there, I guarantee. That'll be outlawed at the town of Babylon. Should have been yep. outlawed after West Isop won the town of Babylon. Oh yeah. West Isop's gonna be the only team to win more than one town tournament. That's yeah. right. They may. Yes. That's they're gonna right. win the town of Babylon, the town of Brookhaven, just not the town of Isop. Did they ever win the town of Isop? No. No, never. Okay. No. No, but they won the town of Babylon. Cob champs, tail dragger style, and they—they're uh, going to win the town of Brookhaven. If it's, a, if it's approved, of course, they might not be allowed to take the trophies. But that's another thing for another. Yeah, that's game. not going to happen. I don't think so. Uh, we got to get Tommy Leggio, president of the officials, in here in a second. Get him over here. Uh, I'm going to uh, relinquish my seat to Tom Leggio. Right, back can, in a couple. Listen, can All you right. tell Bill he's on deck from Norfolk? Yeah. Well, if you get out of there, tell him. Oh, look at this. That's oh. a good-looking sight. Look at oh, you. I'm telling you. Jesus. Tommy, bring that mic a little closer to your mouth. Is there you go, brother. Guy yeah. needs an elevator to get on the stool. Oh, oh wow. wow. It doesn't okay. take Paul long. Looks like he's flying a plane now. <laughs> Yeah, right into the right into the ocean. You know, before we get started with Tommy, well, uh, they're worried about that for the officials. Like he drives a plane into the ocean, he's going to drive the stuff with officials, right? Uh, you know, it's it's interesting to see Tommy with the headset and be on the radio. But I guess it was an old show. I saw him on TV over the over the off season. Nobody's on he's TV, TV more than star. this guy. Okay. And then nobody gets more free crap than this guy. He's got <laughs> kitchens. He's got what else he got on there? Jeez. They get free meals from the school. Free get meals. the free car. Okay, let's not get into that. Tommy, wow. you got, do you have to give them a plug now that you're on the radio? You have to give the TV, you know. No, no. Uh, okay. No, what car did you drive? Did you drive the car from the school district or the fire district down here tonight? No, I was uh, George to the rescue. Actually <laughs> gave me that. He gave you a limo. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. After he cooked in his free kitchen. That's right. That's right. She, we're going there after that. You know, after that, we're going right over there. <laughs> Funny. Better have <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. So what's hey. going on here tonight? Like no, we, I w- we want to thank everybody, guys. Uh, 
from the Suffolk County uh, drill officials. All the support from our fans, uh, support from the teams. Uh, we just want to thank everybody for coming down and supporting us. Uh, what, a, what another way to start off the season. I mean, uh, good food, good drink, good friends. Oh, good time here. Uh, Second year in a row, you know. Second year in a row, yep, yep. Absolutely. You got somebody like Phil over here selling tickets. You can't beat that. Oh, uh, Phil, no, nah, Phil you does a good job, that. you know. But, uh, if he's and, not and also, judge this year, there's a problem. <laughs> now, and we also want to thank the, the radio crew. You guys do a great job the whole year. Whole year, and uh, it's a, a thankless job. But uh, you, you guys do a great job. You know what, Tom? I think we enjoy we enjoy doing it and still staying in the race of game. But we also enjoy coming out on a night like tonight. And, again, you got guys from Nassau, Suffolk, upstate here, supporting the officials. And we appreciate what the officials do. Yes. We really do. And no, this is a, a great fundraiser for you guys, and uh, we're glad to do it. No, thank you very much, guys. But, uh, this is a pretty good turnout. Kevin, if you're going to talk to us, then grab the mic. Kevin <laughs> oh, Hayes here, here putting in his two cents from the peanut gallery. Uh, he's a nightcap. Yeah, well, I want to ask him a few questions about that. This but he's a nightcap. All right, Kevin, what's your question here for Tommy? Tom, um, what, what, do you, what do you want me to cook for your drill officials picnic in October now after you make all this money? Yeah. Uh, actually, all this money goes towards, uh, goes more than towards our picnic. It goes for our, uh, you know, our, tur- our gear for shirts, our... Shirts, shirts. So you guys got to wear shirts. Guys look good. Yeah, hats. You got to have matching socks. So, uh, no, and the, and the amount of... Do you underwear of, match? Uh... I don't think so. Phil, do they? No. <laughs> the, cost, the cost over at the Titan Group is way too much. Wait, now. they have official underwear? Is that what you're saying? Yep. I think they yep. do. Got a little red yep. stripe on them? Yep. There's, all, there's a thing in the rule book for that. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> they have to wear a blue stripe in case they're a uh, general judge? Oh, <laughs> How much joy do you get out of throwing somebody out? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> enjoy it of that? Honestly, I don't, I don't throw many people no, out. No, you've been pretty good. No, and uh, yeah. really, I, I give uh, a lot of... Benefit of the doubt, I give to the team. I mean, we're all we're all out there to have a have a good time, put on a good show, and uh, demonstrate what we do best. Now, so. a lot of people don't know that. Well, people probably do if you're involved going upstate and everything. That you're the area mechanic uh, of Suffolk County, and you know you have to deal with the other area mechanics over in Western, Northern, and Nassau County. And you guys do a, do a hell of a job in terms of all the stuff that has to be. I don't know what you want to say. It's uh, approved. For the right. year and everything like that, and talk about a thankless job. Just, just give it, give an idea of what you got to do when the season's leading up to it, and and all these teams are pulling in, probably to ice them because it's free over there and you get all the whatever. <laughs> but all these teams pull in. I mean, think about what. Tell, tell how how long does it take for you to go through just one B truck? Well, actually, uh, what we do is, uh, I know in Suffolk, I've opened up the inspections to Suffolk and Nassau, and uh, we do it. The whole month of May, and I have, uh, just in Suffolk, I have about 25 teams, so times that by two trucks, and uh, whatever Nassau brings. It'll, it'll take me, I don't know, maybe a half an hour, 45 minutes to go through one truck, and uh, guys don't make appointments, so they it's a come, <laughs> first, first come, first, first serve. serve. But think about, you know, people don't realize, talk about a thankless job. I mean, that's something you're giving up your own time on a Saturday. You're down there, you know, pretty much, what, all morning, at least a little past noon. And, I mean, that's without it. You know, nobody's racing. You know, you mentioned about Because when we get sued, we're all going to point at him. Yeah, a thankless job. It's not a thankless job. It's, it's a rewarding job when you know 
we go through these seasons and there's no casualties, no uh, failures, no truck failures, and that's to all the improvements that we make throughout the year. And uh, we just uh, make sure everybody gets goes to the tournament safe, comes home safe. What do you think, since you've been area mechanic for like 60, 70 years now, what do you think is the single most important change that you've seen happen for safety? Uh, single In um, any truck, doesn't matter if it's probably C-truck, B-truck, or whatever. What do you leaky, think is... Leaky carburetors. <laughs> now, what do you think has been the biggest impact in terms of making the truck safe? Because oh, we really do think safe these days more than ever before. Yeah. Now we've, we've I mean, is something off the top of your head? You you know, you, now, we've done a number of things. The neutral safety switch was a big thing. I mean, we went years without that in our rule book, and I never really thought about it until one day on the line... I went in front of a truck and the guy started it up and it, ju- and it jumped forward towards me. I would never, I didn't even think about it. Kevin. And now we have, no, it wasn't Kevin. Kevin went down the track with no ladder. <laughs> but, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story how I thought of Tommy a couple days ago. <laughs> oh, jeez. Last Thursday night's practice, idle was too low in the carburetor in the motor. So I lift up the hood. going to raise the idle a little bit. And there was a leak in the rear fuel bowl in the carburetor. So I got to take the air cleaner off and get some tools out and get under there and tighten the bowl up a little bit. And who do I think of but Tommy Leggio, the man that's always in the starting line looking for fuel leaks. <laughs> and fuel leaks is an important thing. You get enough fuel sitting on top of an intake manifold, and at the end of a run, you got enough heat, it can ignite. Yeah. Yep. And, and we've had that. We've had that where a truck came up to the line, and I saw fuel running down the start of the block. And... Uh, I didn't want to, we didn't toss the guy out of the tournament. We gave him 20 minutes to repair it. They repaired it, and they were back on the line. I found a, a screwdriver on the, in, on the intake manifold, which was about 12 inches long. And uh, actually, the driver thought I put it there. He said, oh, you just put that there. <laughs> so, well, uh, when I went through this last Thursday, after I tightened it up, the whole rest of the night I kept on thinking, I should pull the hood up, and I should look and see if this is still leaking, because since we didn't run the last two years, I don't have these fire extinguishers yet, and I was going to be my luck. The thing's going to go up in flames, and I'm going to wish I had that fire extinguisher that the rules require that I yep. don't have in there yet. And we put that fire extinguisher rule in. We, we haven't used the fire extinguisher in all these years. We put that rule in, and we use it three times in one year. So, uh, you know, all these rules are in there to improve, and... And make sure everybody gets home safe. Mm-hmm. So great, great Ben's wishes that they had a fire extinguisher that was actually charged at last year's <laughs> state tournament, right? Exactly, yes. Yep. I think that was Louisville. All right, somebody upstate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easy on our old truck there. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that dangerous. But, uh, but I remember GY years ago from the Westerners uh, out at Oceanside. And yeah, may he I, rest I in peace. At, I was at that tournament. May he rest in peace. GY passed away this year. Um, but, yeah, that, that, that was a truck that went on fire right on a sea ladder shot right under the arch. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now, now we have a, a yearly driver safety meeting, we call. And uh, teams from Nashville, all the teams from across, across the, uh, New York State attend. And uh, a lot of good points are brought in about, you know, checking parts. So, uh, yeah, it's really been positive. Because you get the mechanics there, you got every you yes. got every individual team mechanic. When there's only a, a handful that work on service, a lot of teams. But you also have you know you have the builders, you have everybody there, the tire guys, yep. and it really goes a long way into saying what's the latest innovation, what's the latest way to be safe, what can we do in the upcoming season. What happened last year? Good review. 
And I think that's been an important part of everything we're doing. We've set up a lot of new rules and, and different ways to go about our sport based on that meeting. That's right. We're, and we're always going forward. You know, it's, we're always going forward. We would love to put in so, uh, a lot of rules, but you can't put too many rules in one year. So we try to put in uh, a couple of rules every year. And uh, like I said, it, it's uh, to make everybody get home safe. And, it's, you know, it's not just about getting down the track in a matter of seconds. It's, uh, there's a lot more to that and about maintaining the equipment. You know, a lot of people put money into motors, but we talk about maintaining equipment. When was the last time you changed it? You check your tires, your, your, uh, your brakes. And we, we're trying to put this into every team that they would keep a record of when the last time they replaced parts. And it's helped. It's helped tremendously. Absolutely. Now, Kevin Hayes is a longtime driver for West Islip. Leading up to the inspection, when you bring it to Tommy, how much time and effort do you have to put in through the month of March and April before you go get your truck inspected? Figure out how to make weight. <laughs> I mean, are you nervous? Huh? We make weight. We no, we have to figure out how to make weight. Way overweight. We don't have that problem in Iceland. We have uh, Mike Wells. Yeah, oh, we, that's why we don't let the drivers sit in the truck anymore. <laughs> no, seriously, Kevin, how much? How much Tom, goes into Tommy, it? Tommy's brought up his good points, where I, I've got myself. Um, a book in the tool in the roll around two chest where I, I'm starting to write down when I'm changing parts, and it, it's one of those things where, like, um, a couple of weeks ago, I took the pump out of the truck, and when we put this pump in the old truck in 2003, and then a year later it was transferred into the new truck for 2004, and I've never taken the pump apart since, and going through that rebuild of the pump now it, it's amazing that, that I, I keep on going back to the thoughts of Tommy saying you know keep a record of all your parts changes so 20 years ago you didn't even think about doing that you just changed what had to be changed and that was it yeah and, and now it's where you somebody can say to you when did you change this when did you change that yep. you can look yep. back to the book it's all record keeping yep. and, and even what, what's a good thing that a lot of people don't think of I'm, I'm starting to get old if I drop dead tomorrow of a heart attack or something at least there's a lot of part numbers in a book that somebody knows at least what, you know, they know what to order in the future for parts and replace something. But Tommy's on key with his, uh, you know, schedule of changing parts, whether it's a ring and pinion or axles in the rear end of a C-truck. Same thing can uh, happen in a B-truck, you know. To, um, that, that's one of the things what I think of in, in uh, our, we, we put the trucks up on the mechanic's uh, lift and go over the truck before he does. And you, you you try to go over all this stuff and see what 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 has been replaced because that's what he's preaching now: replace parts before they break. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm not so sure. I think you're gone. I don't know. It's probably well. I I think what Lenny's trying to say is it, it's it's more about safety than it's ever been. You yep. know, and, and we're very conscious of it more than we've ever been conscious before. I mean, you go back and look at videos or whatever, and you, you know teams that were doing things and bending the rules and doing whatever you were doing because you were trying to get it over with. We can't afford that to happen anymore. Yep. We can't afford that big accident. You know, and and plus we don't want anybody getting hurt. So we we've made a lot of changes, and and the officials and and the. And the area mechanics have been a huge part of that, you know. And yeah, instead of working as four different areas, Northern, Western, Suffolk, Nashville, uh, we're one area right now. And I consider that one area. All the, all the drill, all the uh, inspectors from 
all areas. We all work together. We meet quite quite often. And uh, we, I think that, I think that's in every aspect, no matter what. You know, not just area mechanics, but you know, the whole state itself is the whole state moving itself. in that yep. direction. Yep. Cause there is no other option. No. I mean, if we're going to survive, we need to do this all together. You can't have the – I mean, we'll feud with each other, but it's not like it used to be. I mean, we have to be on the same page at the end of the day. Before uh, the technical difficulties that I'm having here, I was going to say I'm sure our districts are a lot happier that we've, we've been more attentive to record-keeping and everything else. It just covers everything down the road, and, and it um, covers everybody. Oh, there's covers everybody. so much more to the inspections also. Now, we all, uh, also included our chassis inspection. Uh, giving them Magnaflux to check the cracks, which was never even thought of years ago. Uh, so uh, we, we put we that's on a voluntary basis. And it saves on cost and, because yes. think about how you don't have to go buy a new seat truck. You know, you fix the ones you got. And who could afford these things? You know, when you go to buy a brand new yep. one, soup to nuts. You know, and it's like, hey, we're gonna fix what we got. This thing's always worked well. Let's let's keep it in shape. Yeah. So, all right, thanks, Tom. I think we're... Uh, okay, thank you. Hey, thanks for inviting us. This is a good time, as uh, always. No, thank you guys for I'm being gonna here. I'm going to come over there. You're going to buy me a beer when I'm done, and we're well, going to be good. I don't know if I'll buy you a beer, but you can come over. I'll get somebody <laughs> to get you off your stool. <laughs> All right, I think, uh, Lenny, we're waiting for you. you got the technical difficulties over there. looks like he's uh, trying to work on his little strings like that. Yeah, Wild Bill's coming in. Now we're doing it. Now we're talking. No, Lenny's trying to get his uh, act together over there. Should be fine. Lift it up there. Oh, yeah. No, 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 not yet. No, go ahead. No. No, you're close. Really? I'm not hearing you. Now we're falling apart. What's happening to us here? I'm just not important. There you go. Now you're doing it. And I got to sit across from Kevin. You yeah, you lucky you. <laughs> All right, so we're Bill from Norfolk's in the house right now. Now, uh, what happened to Stephanie? He's over there taking a picture of you. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't get up here anymore. Like he's scared. Jesus, come You're, on now. Should I say she's scared? Yeah, she's scared. She yeah. comes all the way down this way and can't even yeah. come on to have a beer. Got mustard on her dress. Got a little oh, upset. Geez. But she gave me the recipe to make that apple pie moonshine. Nice. And now I've got your phone number. Yeah. So I'm going to be calling you up how to do this. Very nice. Very nice. So somebody said I joined your club, but I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. As long as it wasn't Welton. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't know about that club. Paulie, I was going to let him drive my B truck today, but he left our practice too early. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's because Stephanie, I told you, got her dress dirty and we had to leave. Ah, oh, Jesus. She so, wanted to go to the Fire Island Lighthouse or something. Yeah, always yeah. one in the crowd. She wanted to look at something that was big and tall. You know. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so now you're down here from Norfolk, New York. First of all, give everybody an idea where Norfolk is. Well, if anybody knows where the Canadian border is, we're <laughs> on this side of the ice edge. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But when, when you say Canadian border, there's a big Canadian border. That's the, that's you are straight up, basically. Yep. If you leave Long Island and you go straight and you pass Albany, you've got to get on the north way. That's right. And Another you four go and a half hours yeah. and you're going to find a tip of New York State. Little corner says Norfolk and Cena right up there. And so it's, I mean, it's a good eight hours from here. No? Oh, yeah. yeah. Eight, maybe eight and a half, nine hours from here. Eight. Eight and a half. People think when they travel out to Main Transit that, oh, my God, we got to go all the Main Transit. No, 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 no. When you go up to Messina, you go to Norfolk, you go to Louisville, yep. that 
is traveling in New York State. That's right. We race in uh, long pants and coats. <laughs> I and I thought the only snails were on the South Shore of Long Island. No. We got them all the way up there, yeah. all the way up by Canada. The, the really amazing thing is they're keeping the legend of that Behose state record team from Roosevelt alive with that B truck. That's from, from what, what, what was it back in that incredible run? Was it a 796? 798, I believe. Okay. 798 for and, and, the, and the run point is running. And you guys are running that truck down the track yep. right now. And uh, give us an idea of what, what goes into now. How, like, Kevin practiced today. Yeah. When can you guys actually begin to start practicing? In terms of weather, like when it's not 30 or 40 at night. After the snow melts. Yeah, after we get the ice off the track. Well, I mean, is it still snowing? Do you still have a snow cover up there, or is it no, melting already? we're losing. we got snow banks yet. Yeah. We're, we're, we're hoping to be on the track by the 1st of May. So the they're, they're, of they're May. running sea ladder with snowmobiles still right now. Yeah. 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 So the 1st of May, on a normal year, usually you can get out there and have a practice. Yep. All right, so... Yeah. So that's 76 that's on Long Island today, yet yeah, still snow banks. Listen, 43 degrees in Messina. That was the high? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of teams that won't come out today, especially if you're an established team, till after May. I remember the last couple of years I raced, we were going out there the second week of May, you know, first week of May, depending on when Linderhurst was, and you'd get it together. So it's still pretty similar to what we're doing down here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So that's – now, when you guys travel to a tournament, here's the big difference. What's the, what's the, outside of going to Louisville or if there's a tournament in Messina, what's the shortest distance you have to travel to a drill? Copenhagen, maybe an hour and a half. Lake Placid, hour and 45 minutes. Uh, Deerfield, you're looking at three and a half hours. Now, three and a half hours to go to, I mean, that would be like going us to a regular Suffolk County drill. They're traveling three and a half hours, hour and a half to a regular drill. How hard is it to get the guys to be able to commit that's to that thing. kind of scenario where you're not just going like when we go to CI, yeah, we got to go a whole freaking eight minutes up to CI. It's a pain in the head. All they do is <laughs> practice, promise those guys that apple pie moonshine at the end. Well, of there the it day. is. Yeah. I'm sure that's part of it. But how hard is it to make those guys commit to a whole summer long of traveling on a Saturday? It's not terrible. around the block. No, you no. might go three hours. That's the that's the biggest hinging point of getting our members in their department. It's really not the dedication to the time at the practice. It's the travel and the stay time. How many tournaments are you guys running typically in a year, running in? Seven. Seven? Okay. And we want and we're going to run we're going to try to run states this year if we can, you know. Okay. If we can't, you know. Yeah, you definitely, we will definitely be here to support the guys. So you guys I'm hoping run. you're coming oh down God. more than Apple Pie Moonshine. Penguin scored again. Yeah. Um, you guys, you, now, now, when you run seven tournaments, when you're talking this, obviously one Louisville, you guys host your own drill. Yep. Right? We got Every year. Here. I yep. think that's what, Labor Day, you guys usually host your own? Yep. Last drill of the season. Norfolk. It's always up in Norfolk. So outside of those two, so five drills, you're at least traveling an hour, oh, hour and a half at minimum. Minimum. Minimum to go somewhere to have a, have a yeah. tournament. And we, we, we talked about it down here, trying to get the manpower to be here because, you know, kids want to go to Fire Island. The, the amount of commitment is... But the commitment level for somebody like you is just amped up so much more. Definitely because so. just for that day. Now, when you travel, let's say you go to uh, let's say you go to Copenhagen, hour and a half away. You guys are coming home that night. Yeah, we call it turn and burn. So you're racing, turning around, you're going home. and you're heading home. Yeah. I don't think you could do that, Paul. 45 minutes, we're sleeping over. Paul, you couldn't <laughs> do that. No, I would stay all weekend. But. Paul stays at the drill yeah. longer than it takes you guys to get home. 
<laughs> and, and it sucks on my part because, you know, you got to load the truck up. you got to get the cars sure, ready. So sure, sure. The rest of the guys are partying. We're packing up and turning burns. And that's the whole thing. You know, usually when you go to a chill, you want to have a couple sodas yeah. afterwards and you're having a good yep. time. But when you're traveling an hour and a half yeah. and you got to try to get home, there's no such thing about that, right? Yeah, the responsibility right. level it's is true. a whole other yeah. thing as well. Yeah. You're not driving around the corner where you know all the cops on the way. Yeah, that's right. You've you, you got to get back on the street and there's somebody you might not know. So it's got to be difficult. And it's a good thing I didn't, re- didn't drive home in states, right? <laughs> yeah, no, well, <laughs> let me tell you what, that apple pie moonshine that you brought today, and thanks for that, and you brought it to the state drill, of course, and that was a home run as well. Yeah. So you guys are, you know. We got to return the hospitality that we get from the teams down here in the So Island. now what, what would be the aspect that keeps you out of running at the state tournament this year? Just manpower. Sure. You don't know if you get enough guys to come down and be able to compete? Well, that too, but I mean, the hospitality's been opened up. We've been offered accommodations to stay, get them taken care of ahead of time. But the biggest thing is, like I said, is just the manpower in the department on right. the drill team. We're losing our climber. He's going to race the first race of the season, and he's signing up to, for the armed forces. Oh, yeah? I'm proud of him for that. Yeah. I'm scared. He's a good young kid, you know, and, you know, but... How about your, your department in general? Would you say that your department up in Norfolk, New York, is made up of mostly older guys, or do you have an influx of young guys that are living no, in the community, or most people are moving out or are going somewhere else? Ours is mainly middle-aged to older guys. We have our young influx is not there. Yeah. As is all over the state. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, even down here, we have a difficult time with getting people to join the departments yeah. these days. We don't run uh, a junior program. Our district donor doesn't allow that. So really? We can't entice the young high school kids to start early, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. So now when you guys, when, when, when it's mostly, you know, older guys and, and everything, do you have the same guys come out and race with you year after year? Oh, or do you ever pick up, like, 40? What do you need to pick up to be able to compete? Like, for this year, how many guys that never raced before do you need to join in so you're able to get out on the track this year? At least four. So you need four guys that you yeah. never had before. Yep. That's every that's year you got to recruit at least four, four guys. And how many men in your department in general? We carry a roster right now of 62 men. Oh, that's tough. And of the 62 men, 30 of them are active. Two women. I shouldn't be saying funny, but I'm going to say 30 be nice. <laughs> you know, and that's just that's the way it is in upstate New York. It's tough. Yeah, no doubt about that. You know? And then when you guys host the tournament, uh, it's a fundraiser for your department? Yes. So you get every, does everybody come out and help, or do you have grumbles? in? Like, there's a lot of departments down there that, that people grumble, oh, no, drill team, drill team, drill team. Or is it, are, do you have most of the backing of your department, or are you going through the same thing? We're going through the same thing. It's, it's a tough scenario. Um, our bylaws are tough for us right now. We need to change them. I mean, when you hear of the budgets from the CI teams to our budget up north, it would, it would blow you away. So now, when you got, you have the, let's go back to the Roosevelt truck. You got the Roosevelt, which is one of the most important trucks on, one of the most important runs in our history of racing. Yep. First team to put that b to me, b number one racing contest that has ever been created. It's a man's contest. Yes. Shut up, get off, get it done. Yep. <laughs> you are running on the back, you're driving a truck that is, yep. I mean, it's a big part of history. It is. And, and, proud to run it. Yeah, yeah I was about it. to say, like, what is that? Like, do you guys understand where the, where that's been? We do, we yeah. do. And a lot of people used to laugh when we first got it. They called it the old wood stone. You know? Yeah. And it was big and it was black when we got it and it was ugly. 
<laughs> but uh, you know what? Big black and ugly got us on the track. Absolutely. Well, you know what? If you can run a seven and be hosed with it, you're going to be competitive, and you know yeah. that truck can do it. So. We're working on it. Yeah, yep. no doubt about that. We're working on that one. So now, when uh, what, what's Norfolk's history of racing? Well, I started out in the original drill team for the Snails. Um, what year? What's the year on I that? I started out in the department in May 1984, and we raced into the late late 90s, and then we took a sabbatus, as we say, and we started back on the line in 2009. And what's the history of the team named Snails? It's been like that since I've gotten a department. I don't know if it's because we're slow and steady. Based on snails in the river? Or yeah, are you slow and steady? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if you look at it up north, we're, we're the snails. Louisville's are the turtles. You know, so I don't Main know. Main transit's the slow po po teams <laughs> up there, huh? Now, so you got Norfolk right here. Louisville's basically like around the other side of Messina, They're right? just around the corner. And, and so, so what is the relationship with the two of you? Like, do you have a relationship? Yes. Like, if you go through the Bayshore Ice Club, we're right next to each other, obviously. The Bayshore Ice Club relationship was very ugly for a lot of years, yeah. way before we ever were racing. But if you were a Bayshore guy, yeah. you weren't an Ice Club. If you were an Ice Club, you couldn't come in Bayshore Firehouse. I mean, yeah. it was that bad. And some of the older guys still feel that yeah. way. See, they yeah. have that little thing about the, oh, you're not an Ice Club guy. What is it? What, what's the Louisville uh, uh, Norfolk deal? It's like father and son. Sandy's been a father figure to me since I started. Uh, my history in racing started back with Messina, the Pirates. I don't know if anybody's familiar no. with the Pirates. Pirates. Messina Pirates were the drill team for Messina Fire Department. And my uncle across the road took care of the race car. And we drove it from Messina out to the service station and back. And that's kind of where I got bit by the bug on this thing. You know? And that's what years are you talking now from Messina? I was a kid. I mean, I was like five, six. I was young. So you're talking 60s, 70s? Yeah, I'm 50 now, so. Okay, yeah, so you're talking 60s, 70s. Yeah. And then that's how it started. And like I said, when we come back, Sandy was very good to us. I mean, he's helped us out, you know. And, and kind he's of, a good guy. You know, if you need something, if I'm close, I need something, I talk to Sandy, it's there. It's the way it should be. Yep. It's friendly very competition. Cool. It keeps us on the track. You yep, know? friendly and competition. We, and, and Norwood had the racketeers. Yep. You know? Yeah, and then what? They're just south of you. They're just south of us. Right. And then Potsdam, they had their drill team right. back in the day. You know, but I mean, there was it's just tough to keep it going up north. Yep. And you guys seem like you're doing a pretty good job of it. So, kudos to that. I hope we, you keep we, it going. We try. And and how much do you have to? What kind of dealings do you have to have with PJ? Well, <laughs> as little as possible. <laughs> PJ is a good guy, though. You got to get to know him. You, know? you got to get to know him. If you don't know him, you're going to hate him. I never you don't know him. And you know him, you hate him. Right? I, I found out the real real history on PJ when we were at the state drill in Albany. I got to sit down and have a few drinks with his father. And, oh, there you go. Yeah, you know how that goes. Dan, Dan's the man. Dan's the Dan's man. The man. Yep. Lieutenant Dan. And then you, get, and then you got PJ. Yep, and that, what the hell's going on there? That's what his father said. You know, they really wanted yeah. a dog, but yeah. they got PJ. <laughs> Sounds like true words from a dad. <laughs> it's it's going to come down to the state tournament this year out in Ridge. There's going to be like a chili cook-off of who makes the better apple pie moonshine. Oh, we're Terry gonna... Cantwell and the Cal, uh, Clayton Cowley Mets? We're... Or is it Bill yeah. with, with the... Um, 
Uh, Norfolk snails. Norfolk snails. Terry, Terry's pretty proud of it. We're, we're, we're having a big uh, chili cook-off for this apple pie moonshine this I'm year. I'm going to wait. I'm telling you right now. And then Harry's going to ship PJ out of Bayshore, too. So I'll be <laughs> in Islip and Bayshore. <laughs> well, all I can say is all contestants have to submit gallon jugs. 16-ounce um, mason jars. Don't make the entry. Yeah. It's got to be a gallon jug. That means Kevin's hungry. Yeah, but you know, it's like Norfolk. I tell you, everything comes slow. If I can put that apple pie moonshine in the gas tank of my sea truck and still have it run with a penalty, then you're going to win the contest. We can freaking arrange that. All right, well, we'll see. It's coming down to August. <laughs> ah, the, the challenge is there. All right, that was great. Bill, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your time down here. It's great to see you. You're down here. What are you picking up? Uh, Mike's holding those hostages. He's got our speed truck transmission. Mm-hmm. He had Freddie Brown do a little work on it for us here. Can't go better than that. Make it show and go, yep. I call it. That's going to work out for but, you. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't give us to us today. He was afraid we were going to leave early, so <laughs> he's going to hold on to it till tomorrow morning. No doubt said. about that. We you guys go, had a good time. Go to go over the beach tomorrow morning. Yeah. You go over the beach today? Just over the, over the ocean? Yep. Nice yep. day today, boy, right? Yeah, yeah. You needed your snow pants out there. It was almost like being home again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was cold. Oh, it was wind. When that wind kicks up, it oh, got a little chilly. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. doubt about that. We All look right. good out there getting a tan with our ski pants on and our hair down. <laughs> well, we'll see you during the year. You know, best of luck. And we, we look forward to guys seeing you race at the state trail oh, this year. Yeah. So you got a lot of supporters down here. So whatever you need, you already know it's all going to be good. If I can't race, I'll come and help You'll you be now. here. Uh, we'll, I'm, I'm in for that. Yeah. No doubt about that. We have to behave till after the tournament. No, we don't. No, no we don't. <laughs> we'll have a good time during it. Don't you worry about it. You bring the moonshine, we supply a good time. All right. It works hand in hand. You're on. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, thanks. Yep, appreciate it. All right, it. go Norfolk Snails. Yep. Northern representing. All right, we're about out of time here, uh, Leonard. Well, we need to give one quick update. It's the Penguins 3, Rangers 1. Creeping up to the end of the second period. Shut so up. for all you uh, Islander fans, that might be good news. No, this game ain't over right here. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to put on my shirt and we'll be get better wow, here. We all want to see an Islander Ranger matchup in the second round. So <laughs> Let's hope they both make it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, Scott Rice, you're back in town. We're going to about to close this up. Back in. I don't know where Chris Murphy is to turn this off. But, well, uh, just a couple of quick announcements. Uh, Henrietta Old Henry's running their 14th annual Scramble Golf Tournament on May 16th at Victor Hills Golf Course. So anybody listening in in Western or Northern or even the island, if you want to take a trip up there, it's a real good time. It's only $80 per golfer. And uh, May 11th is the Wildcat Association Golf Outing. And uh, we're running our golf outing at Spittown Landing. Anybody interested, contact myself or Phil Coward or Billy Etzel, and we'd be love, uh, love to have you there. And, uh, you know, we're raising money to spend it back on the drill teams, and we're making donations to different drill teams and the state association um, or any members that are having fundraisers. We try and give a little back. So I don't know if you guys have any other announcements coming up. I think North Lindy has a golf outing coming up, right, Scott? Yeah, man, June 19th. Absolutely. Rock Hill. It's a great time. It's a great Everybody course. to come out and uh, email me, and uh, I'll send you an application or a hole sponsor. If your team would like to uh, put a hole sponsor, sign at the hole, and uh, it'd be great. Appreciate it. So, All right. So, overall, it's a good night right here. A good showing out here for the officials 
fundraiser here in Suffolk County at Fatty's, the racing bar of racing bars. Always a good time here at Fatty's. Uh, next time we'll probably hit you up, everybody. is going to be at Lindenhurst. First drill of the year. So they hung on to their date, even with the changes in the schedule. Well, they held Nobody on to was going to break that tradition. But it, I believe Nassau made it a county point drill, so we'll see how many teams from Nassau come out. We could have a, especially because basically it's the second week of June, the way the calendar rolls. Maybe the weather be that much warmer. Hopefully. And uh, usually that one week can make a big difference. And uh, the track will be ready for action and then ready to go. So that's the other rumor. Uh, might be a little uh, yeah, pavement a going on there. Yeah. So uh, that could be that could uh, that could change things there. Also, we we know how much that track changes. And uh, pavement is in uh, business. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. All right, so I guess what do we do? We just click off this thing right here and put yeah, everything sure. in the box. We can, we can shut off our mice, but we would be remiss without, like you said, thanking everybody here at Fatty's, yep. thanking everybody for listening, and we look forward to seeing all the race fans out this summer, yep. support the departments that are hosting drills and parades, yeah, and uh, let's thank, have a good season. Thank Chris Murphy or the other Murphy. Ryan Murphy's the real Murphy. And the <laughs> other Murphy who runs this <laughs> thing. And yes. we got to thank uh, Tom Leggio. And also, you know, it's, it's funny because... Uh, Marv Albert of the radio, which is uh, Twan, actually, Marv. is listening in. Rush! Yes! Patrick Ewing. And I got, I got to give a shout-out to P-Pickers. They're having a big party tonight. So, hello, yeah. P-Pickers up there. Right. Right. Pleasant. P-Pickers. All right. Hard. Go P-Pickers. But, uh, uh, P-P-P-P. We always have to thank Eric. The uh, owner of the this fine establishment for uh, everything he does for racing and and especially the radio show, the officials and everyone. So. Absolutely, want to thank Kevin Hayes for coming on the air. Want to thank Big Bill from the Norfolk Snails. That was entertaining. Yeah, for coming on the radio and thank the officials for letting us uh, broadcast tonight. That's uh, like you said, Paul. That's a heck of a hole up there. It's crazy, up right? Norfolk. You're right. We always, crazy. you know, because. The bulk of the, the island teams travel out there to Main Transit. Yep. A lot of us don't go up to Norfolk, but it's just as far, if not further. Yeah, so. that was good info. That was interesting, actually. Yep. It's a, a whole other world that we never even think about. Still with snowbanks. That was interesting. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. All right, so I think we're done, everybody. I hope you all had a good night. hope you enjoyed it. And uh, look forward to talking to everybody at the uh, Lindenhurst Drill. See everybody at the Lindenhurst Drill. And uh, I think the radio team is out. Let's go racing, boys. All right. Go Rangers. Good night.